from the city market. It is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Like stated before, if you believe anything we say or think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And that's hard to beat. Good day, morning, evening, whatever it is, whenever you're listening to this. We are Two Douchebags and a Microphone. I am Mark. And I am Christopher. Thank you for enjoying and in, uh, in inviting us. Is that the word I'm trying inviting to struggle with? In your ear, yeah. <laughs> inviting us in your ear holes. Yeah. You can see we, do, we don't do multiple takes of this shit. This is just right off. So thank you for inviting yeah. us into your ear holes. We that's would what like I was to trying think to say. That's part of the charm. Yeah. I'm going to try to stop rattling my receipt here. Hang on. Let me show this oh, off. Oh, that's part of the charm too. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the receipt for the coffee that Mark just bought me. Right now so. we're doing pirouettes in your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing black spike heels and oh, a dog and collar. Yes, yes. But we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And it's okay. Don't Allegedly. worry. My wife approved. She's the one who bought me the dog collar. Yeah, yeah. She took the pics, too. But, <laughs> but yeah. then again, that's something we may get into later. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Yes. Well, Mark, I noticed we're both wearing red this morning. Yeah, and that could would be because... Could there have been possibly a Chiefs game yesterday? Yes, there could have been one. <laughs> there could have been a 44 to uh, 21 beatdown. Ooh, air traffic. Ooh, hey, look at that. Jet's going over. Nice. A little biz yeah. jet coming into uh, the downtown airport. It, I always call it downtown airport. The it's Robert actually the Wheeler. Charles Wheeler. Charles, Charles no, yeah, Robert, yeah. Charles former uh, mayor of Kansas City. Yeah. Former uh, coroner as well. I forgot about that. That's yeah, right. he used to investigate the cause of death for dead people. Yeah, people used to say that's why he wasn't a very good public speaker, is because he was used to being around being around dead all people. The time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we're some people accused him of being a cadaver. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he did a good job. He people did do a good him. job. He really uh, took the city at a turbulent time with the organized crime and everything that was going on. A lot of racial tension too. A lot of racial tension. I mean, not nearly as much as other cities. I guarantee. No. You know, I, I grant that. The Kansas City had. Yeah. had a, a time of much greater racial turbulence than we currently enjoy. For, for being in the middle of the country, Kansas City was actually, usually, both races got, wrong, got along pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah. There has always been quite a bit of diversity in this city, despite what people on the coast may think or not think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, think we're all hill rods and yeah, riding yeah. our cows down Main Street I don't think it was really thought that much of in Kansas City about, well, they're black, they can't move here or anything like that. I don't think it was quite the issue here. And I could be completely wrong. I'm not black. Well, yeah. So if I am, I apologize. This is our perspective. This is my perspective, and I could be completely wrong. People, and it's on the way to uh, Truman, Harry S. Truman Reservoir. Mm -hmm. It isn't a lake. It's a reservoir, people. Yeah. So quit calling it Truman Lake. That's true. It's a reservoir. It yeah. reserves water. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> they did not have a police budget, but they did have enough money for an old um, what? Are, like what? a mannequin? Or yeah, a, a mannequin. But what were those old Graham whatever that were police cars? Uh, old. Uh, oh God, Crown Vicks. Crown Vicks. Yeah. It was an old Crown Vic with a set of lights on it with a mannequin in it just to get you to slow down through town. Yeah, they'd park it up there right where, oh, a streetcar's going by, cool. Hey, all right. I like the way they decorate it's those streetcars. It's not street in red, cars. those oh, yeah. fucks. 
No, I do too. Yeah. I, it's I think, white with flowers on it. But yeah. I, I like the way they decorate the streetcars. It's not just, you know. No, I do too. An I, ugly bus going by with ads on no, it. No, and they constantly change them. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah, nice. It, it gives the city a lot of flavor. It does. So, um, anyhow. Well, yeah, there was a Chiefs game yesterday. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have some a few observations. Number one. Skip Bayless, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Fuck you, you little fucking weasel. I think we should start the rumor that the Dallas Cowboys suck because of Skip Bayless. Yes. And that way he has to divorce himself from them because he loves them. Yes, if he truly loved them, he'd let them go and be yep. a good team. He's the jinx. It's yes. the Skip Bayless curse, we've decided. Yeah. It's, he, it's official now. He's such an idiot that anything that he says is good is bad. He changes the complexion of anything because he's just such an idiot. So yeah. when it's, the Dallas Cowboys heard that he endorsed him, they were like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, we're, we got to suck now because the guy's yeah. always wrong. They all started betting against themselves at that point. Yes, Now yeah. you can bet on football games. Yeah. It's so weird on the NFL Network to watch the, the, the crawl at the bottom showing the upcoming games, and they tell you who's playing, and the first thing they show you is the betting line and the over-under. That is so weird you know why? to me. What is the most important to most people now? Uh, gambling on yeah, football. And this goes back to what I said yeah. about Kansas lapping Missouri again. Yeah. Kansas lapped Missouri because of the sports betting. They beat them to the punch. And you watch. One of these days it's going to be questioned whether the Chiefs are going to be in um, Kansas or Missouri. You watch it because the first step yeah. is little things like this, setting a foothold. Mm -hmm. Setting little uh, little common grounds. And they yeah. got tons of room out now in oh, uh, yeah. Wyandotte and County, the Legends area. Money. They can build stadiums. They can build a whole complex around the stadium. They, they can work the gambling sites directly into the stadium think in of this. Kansas, not think, Missouri. Yeah, Kansas. <laughs> think of this, though. Okay, the Missouri, uh, Jackson County, a lot of impoverished areas. Can't afford taxes. Yep. What area can? Johnson County can. And a lot of Wyandotte County now. And a lot of now. Wyandotte yeah. County, yes. When so, I first started delivering mail in 88 in Wyandotte County, there wasn't much to it there. But, man, they, they, they just transformed that. The Woodlands and then the Legends area and the Great Wolf Lodge and the racetrack and Cabela's and just on and on yes. and on and on. I mean, that all, that all blew up since I started at the post office in 88. Mm -hmm. And Wyandotte County went from the... Uh, kind of the little sister that everyone looked down on in the area to oh my god this is our competition yes you know look how look how they did it and other other towns in the metro area started copying Wyandotte County and, yeah. and for other people who may not know Wyandotte County and Kansas City <laughs> Kansas have unified their governments mm -hmm. so the county government and the Kansas City Kansas City government are the same they yeah. are what they call the unified government of Wyandotte <laughs> County. So city and county are one It's really a brilliant idea on it getting is. things done. It really is. That streamlines so much. Oh, yeah. So Jackson County will be struggling to get tax money and revenue for a new stadium, where Johnson and Wyandotte County have really an open checkbook. Mm -hmm. And you want, you want to talk about a majority of people... If you're not from here, you don't know this, but if you're from here, you do know this. Majority of people that go to Arrowhead are from Johnson County, affluent. Yeah. The lawyers, the a bankers, lot of, A lot of Jackson doctors. County people have been priced right out of that shit. Yes. It may be in their county, but they're not going to the games. Yeah. So um, the, the problem is, is this right here. 
all the money is over there. They've already legalized sports betting. They already yep. have teams in place over there. Uh -huh. um, the Royals are talking about going to downtown. So the Truman Complex of the double stadiums, yeah. sooner or later, is going to be gone anyhow. Yeah, yeah. And it, the Royals are going to be downtown where uh, uh, Sherman, I forgot his first name, <coughs> wants them. He's uh -huh. mentioned it several times, the owner groups and everybody's working on some sort of proposal yeah. and with some federal grant money involved. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the Chiefs, you're talking about a standalone facility out there. Once it becomes a standalone facility, they don't have quite the same cloud anyhow. Yeah. It's kind of like, it, well, you know, we kind of lost our charm of the dual stadium. So we got this yeah, one Yeah, that was that was a fun idea when it when it was started, but really the dual stadium concept was only implemented because they were going to share a roof. Yes. That swiveled between the two. And they run, ran out of money and couldn't build that roof. Yeah, and if and they the would have really done either. that roof, it would have never it will never move. Yeah. They would have never talked about a downtown stadium. They would have never talked about the Chiefs going to uh, yeah. Kansas. They would have just kept rebuilding and refurbishing yeah. what they had, but the double stadium without the roof doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. No. It and, really doesn't. And also, here's another thing, too, the population shift. The population shift is almost starting to get to where it's going to favor Kansas in the next 20 years. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. So, you look at all of this. Jackson County is not growing. No, it, it really is isn't. decreasing yeah. because of crime and a dumbass mm -hmm. mayor. I mean, we've had pretty a much out of room. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're going to have to destroy a bunch in order to build new. So. Yeah, yeah. Downtown Kansas City is thriving, yes, but the surrounding areas are falling apart. The what they used to call bedroom <clears throat> communities. Yeah, they're uh, yeah they're not so much fun anymore. <laughs> People no, are either moving anymore. farther out, or they're just moving. Yeah. Well, like my home that just sold in an hour in Cass County. Mm -hmm. Because it is actually outside of the Kansas City area. It's yeah. actually out in the country a bit, but not too far to where you can't drive reasonably to work. True, true. It's, it's not a bad commute. The roads yeah. aren't, the traffic isn't bad coming in yeah. there. And so it's sold in an hour because of the location. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, uh, anyhow, so, okay, the population is also shifting too. Yeah. So this whole thing right here, I'm telling you, man, I'm the first one calling it. There's trouble for Jackson County and the Chiefs coming up. I think so. Um, something that may help um, is this November, Missouri will be voting on a constitutional amendment to legalize recreational marijuana. That can help. And that will have a higher tax rate than the medical. Medical tax now is 4%, which is pretty pretty low, which is good because it's a medicine for people. Yeah. But when it's uh, recreational, it's going to have a higher tax, which mm -hmm. is proper. Um, and then, you know, we've all we've all been told the lies about, oh, this tax money will go for schools, or this will go to roads, or this will go to veterans. Anytime I hear it, we that know that's anymore, just I wipe my ass with it. Yeah, we know it's a stupid lie, so let's just skip over that part of where the, they it's say the better It's a fund that they're going to put into yes. their little pet projects. <laughs> that's all it is. So so the, the whatever, if it's 6 8%, whatever, tax on the recreational marijuana, that could go towards, let's see, beef up, um, mass transit, public transit, mm -hmm. so you can put your stadium in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, for the Royals. I do think and nobody that's has part to drive of the streetcar, uh, the whole streetcar. Yeah. Uh, Spend the money on the mass being, transit. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, they also need to expand it for uh, offshoots of Main Street. Yeah, 
put get get the branches going out to other areas. Mm -hmm. Make a spider web. Yes. And then like bike trails. You like know? bike trails. Yeah. Exactly. And then the 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 chiefs. There's plenty of room out in Wyoming. I say County, roller coasters that lead to the main one. Oh, that'd be awesome! Roller coasters. I'd ride a roller coaster yeah. down. To it's like um, <laughs> I got I got the three fifteen at the roller coaster, so I can get to to uh, Main Street to get on the streetcar. Yeah. I'll see you later. But you know they could use this marijuana money to keep the Chiefs in town. Oh, here's a blue streetcar. Hey, nice. Oh, they're advertising the Kansas City Current. Which is cool. The yeah. Current are very cool. Yeah. Um, I guess Brittany Mahomes owns a chunk of that, or uh, yeah. Patrick, or both of them. Well, well both of them. Yeah. Married, you know, yeah, so. marital property. So. Yeah, and they're doing very well. Uh -huh. And it sparked a lot, a lot of interest in Kansas City for ladies' soccer, and they're doing well. And they're going to have a beautiful stadium on the riverfront, and that's where they get their name, the Current. Yep. From the crystal blue waters of the Missouri, of the Missouri River. River. Yep. On those lovely catfish jumping and playing. Oh, yeah. And the, <laughs> and the Japanese carp leaning all over everything <laughs> yeah. and smacking people in the head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't they come? They came up with another name for the uh, the the invasive Asian carp or the Asian jumping carp or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they want to sell it in restaurants. Yes, food. yeah. They're trying to make it palatable. So, Illinois is trying to pass a bill where... I think you get special treatment if you sell yeah. it. Yeah, as a food. I think they called it. They named it something like Kobe. It's like a four-letter word. C O P I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to make it like sound that. like Kobe steak or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, Kobe. Yeah. And actually, apparently, it is really you know good-tasting fish. Well, it's but... like the lionfish. That's their only hope in the sea. Um, yeah. A marine biologist when we we're in St. John told us this. He said our only hope for the. Uh, for the lionfish not destroying everything in the ocean, in the Gulf at least, in the Caribbean Ocean, is to eat it. Yep, get if the, get man it. hunts it, they will thin it out. Yeah. And believe it or not, there are times that when man <clears throat> hunting something to extinction is probably a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, species go extinct all the time. Yeah. You know, man causes some of them. But the vast majority just go extinct because it's We need open their time. season on Skip Bayless. I'd go for that. Yes. Yeah. Let's say BB guns, if it's a single pump. Paddles. Um, Multi-pump, you only get to pump it up to three times because yeah. you you, we don't want to kill Skip. We no, want no, no. We just want to keep him squealing and crying. Peach-colored nuts. Yeah, yeah. Little, little bruises all over him from the little BB hits every yeah. time he says, Paddle his little white ass. You shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he says Jerry Jones is God, you shoot him. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, you know, we could see the Chiefs moving, and uh, I'm not saying this is what I want. No. I'm just telling you that that's lurking. But, it you is know, lurking. for me, it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference in my life because the only way I'm ever going to get to see a Chiefs game in person is, is if somebody gives me tickets because I could, I do have the money. You know, in the bank. Me too. I could go get that money out and buy tickets, but it's yeah. not worth it. It's too much money to watch a football game. No, it is. When it you really can is. sit For at me, home, it's just not worth it. Drink your own drink, eat your own food, uh -huh. and watch it on a big screen. Yeah. And get the uh, get the replays, the closeness, hear them. Yep. I mean, to me, I um, 
I, I just like it much better. Yeah, and, and I'm not the kind of guy they want at the stadium either because I'm not going to buy the shirt or the program. I'm not going to buy any of their $20 beers no. or their $8 hot dogs. $20 it's, Budweiser's. It's not even real beer. Yeah, yeah. It's like that bullshit fucking water, yeah. you know. Oh, there was a, I've probably told this before, there was a guy who called up uh, the local sports show. And he said, I worked at Anheuser-Busch in St. Louis, which it's InBev now because it was bought by a foreign company. It's which not a even, lot of people don't yeah. know. They go, I drink American beer. It's like, nope. ah, wrong. Anheuser-Busch is no longer an American company, just like Dodge is no longer and an American company. This is company. before they were Jeep dogging no longer Miller Coors for being uh, bought by a South African company. Yeah. And then like promptly, like three months later, they sell theirs to InBev. Yep, which Belgium. is European. Yeah, I think it's Belgian. Yeah. Oh, we have listeners so, in Belgium, so we love you guys, and thanks for absolutely. buying InBev. So this guy said, uh, we, uh, we mark, you know, we, we have special kegs that we send to the stadiums. And Actually, it's the Boulevard kegs. was bought by... Uh, by uh, in- No, 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 no. InBev was bought... Wait a minute. InBev bought Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, who bought Boulevard is uh, Duval. Oh, okay. Duval. Anyhow, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's that. right. Um, That's what I do. When, when a beer fails quality control for like low alcohol content they stamp it stadium keg and that's the ones they send to football and baseball yeah it's garbage yeah it's the stuff that's too crappy to put on the store shelves but they know that you're not going to notice yeah and you're not going to care and you're going to pay out the ass for it but so, so yeah they uh and the guys that i ran the numbers you know figuring on you know, the, the, the big beer you buy, I think at the time it was like you get a 12-ounce beer for like ten seventy five or something. It's way more than that now. Yeah. But he said it cost uh, the, the vendor at the ballpark, you know, his cost is probably about five cents mm-hmm. on that glass of beer. And you're paying ten seventy five. Wow. And it's because you're a captive. You can't leave and go out and get a beer and come back. No. They won't let you bring it in, and it takes too long. No. So your desire for beer. Charles Wheeler is fucking yeah. booming it. No, actually, they landed a couple of airlines. I forgot who they were. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, because KCI is just doing everything they can, especially with the new one coming in and, uh-huh. and uh, one of the terminals being just gone. They had yeah. to tear one of them out. So they only have two terminals there now. And they are at capacity, so Charles Wheeler actually got a couple of airlines, Allegiant. Oh and, yeah, okay. And, yeah. Um, someone else. A lot of the a lot Brand of the business. No. Nah. <laughs> um, uh, TWA. No. no, no. Uh, Pan Am. Pan Am. I there think it's Pan Continental. Am. Remember Continental? Remember Continental? It's Continental. Yeah. <laughs> no, they got uh, they got Allegiant and someone else. Could have been Frontier. Maybe they stole them from KCI Maybe, or something. Yeah. Because um, Frontier didn't sh- didn't fly anything real big. You can't no. land anything too big out at Wheeler. They used to have really good ones to New Orleans nonstops yeah. for like 80 bucks or something. We nice. used to take advantage of that. But, Remember um, Ozark Airlines? Yes. Oh, yeah. gosh, Ozark. Now, you talk about a treat. Have you ever been to Springfield Branson Airport? No, I haven't. I had to for a job one time to mm. get to where it was like in Wyoming or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice flight. Yeah, so we had to drive down to Springfield Branson to get a flight there, a direct flight, because oh, you couldn't okay. do it from here. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah, it was it was cooler than shit because we drove all the way down there just to get on a plane. Yeah. Yeah, but that airport is beautiful, and actually, I've done the work in there anyhow. So. Yeah. Um, 
Anyhow. Well, I know down here at Charles Wheeler, they have uh, a lot of biz jets go in and out. And then um, As they you can see, do, it's a Monday. Yeah. So. <laughs> they also do some training with, uh, excuse me, uh, two of the local uh, bases. There's uh, Fort Leonard Woods, Fort Lost in the Woods. Yeah. And, uh, and then Nob Noster. Uh, yeah, and then there's Whiteman. What a name, Whiteman yeah. in Nob Noster. Whiteman is an Air Force, and uh, Leonard Wood is uh, Army. I mean, so Nob both Noster of them use aviation, like, and yeah. both of them will fly in here to the Wheeler Airport. Um, you'll see A-10s coming in. You'll see, uh, I've seen F-117s. Um, they come in, and, and uh, there's apparently some pilot training or flight training that they do there yeah. that they don't do on base. and. That's part of the reason we always get the B-2 flyovers at the Chiefs games is because they're stationed at Whiteman, which is just outside of town. <laughs> yeah. Just outside of town as the plane goes. You know, it's still a drive for us. But uh, Yeah, it's, what, about two hours, two-hour drive from us. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. same it's, ballpark. It's out there a little past where Powell Gardens is on 50. Yeah, yeah. Just go out that way. And Knob Noster, as far as that goes, the town that it's in, doesn't that sound like something a dirty chick does? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what she did? She knob nostered. What? <laughs> she nostered yeah. my knob. She nostered my knob. Oh my god! <laughs> of course, the there's thing, a section know, of town. There's whisper, little whisper <laughs> campaign. She's the knob noster. What? Really? <laughs> that one right there? Of course, there's a little section of town here called Knob Hill. Knob Hill, yeah. yeah that that one always killed me. That's where all the strip joints and massage parlors are. Yep. Knob <laughs> Hill. Knob Nasty. <laughs> Uh, you want to wash your car? And it's after right next to a it. place called Dog Patch. Ah, lovely. Blue Hills Incorporated. It's unincorporated, <laughs> so nobody there has to have sewers. Sweet. A lot of people there take a shit in their backyard still, and I'm not joking. <laughs> I wonder if there's like. We're just talking about how refined Kansas gotta, City is. Now we're talking about this. <laughs> you got to put a little plastic bag on your hand and pick up your own poop. <laughs> what you doing, Pa? Hang on, I'm picking up my shit. How do we get here from the Chiefs? We've started oh, talking uh, about okay, the Chiefs yeah, and yeah, the yeah. stadiums yeah, and that's Kansas. Right. Well, and <laughs> okay, we'll wrap that up with a bow, and then we went into Skip Bayless, deed and paddled. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, as far as the Chiefs go, uh, observation I had was uh, Mahomes. And I was listening to Keatsman podcast on the way here, so I mm-hmm. can't take complete credit. But I noticed this yesterday, and I was going to talk about it. And but he kind of refined it a lot, and I agree with him 100%. Is his touch on the passes yeah. are beautiful? I noticed that without even really thinking too much more about it. But as some of those passes, like the little floaters to Kelsey, it was like I'm not used to seeing that from Mahomes. The no. ball just kind of drifted out there it's right like, where it needed it's to be. It's like he took and... Aaron Rodgers and watched tape on him, yeah, on Aaron Rodgers' interim passes. The uh, 10, 15, 20 yarders. Yeah. He was floating them in there just perfectly. It was so unusual to see. It just, it struck me as odd. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And then it's like the later best you got crystallized better. it for me. It's like he's throwing the touch. Yeah. Yeah. The best got better. Mm-hmm. So I think that that loss last year that we should have won, should have been in the Super Bowl for a third year in a row, should have. But... The deal is this right here. I think that loss stuck in him so bad that he went back to the drawing board. Matt Nagy is back. You have an extra coach. Matt Nagy, when they started out with Mahomes, he wasn't throwing the bombs. Mm -hmm. The bombs and the trick plays last year was desperation to get the offense to go. Yeah. 
they hit a snag, and one of the reasons is Tyreek Hill has lost just a little bit. He's still a great receiver, but yeah. Tyreek is only like what five seven. He's he, he, they drafted him as a running back. Yes, people people tend to forget that a little every now and then, but he's so, a running back. <laughs> so you got a six two cornerback, mm-hmm. safety, whatever on him. Even it's, a linebacker. Even if he's a linebacker. Short, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he's in close. You have to be precise to get that ball right to him. Mm-hmm. And once he loses a step, he's really not that good a receiver. Yeah, it depends on Patrick putting the ball right where yeah. Tyreek's going to be. And it also depends on Tyreek getting there. And mm-hmm. Tyreek was starting to lose a little bit of the ability to get there. Yes. And you saw that last year with some of our problems that we had. Yeah. So um, part of this is the new scheme, mm-hmm. which I thought should have happened last year. Anyhow, the dink yeah. and dunk. This is what Tom Brady has made his living on. Yeah. He, he opens up. He opens up the defense by dink and dunking. He did it in the Super Bowl against us. They used to He's call like, that what West Coast spread or West yeah, Coast West, West Coast, Coast offense kind of yeah where it, you just it was, um, short passes are like Bill you Walsh know, decent runs. Bill Walsh perfected uh-huh. he, he started it. Yeah, why run for three yards when I can throw it for three or four? Yeah, Montana was excellent at that. Mm-hmm. And then when you open up the field, you didn't have to be that precise. Like uh, Montana, he had a good arm and he could throw it in there, but he wasn't the best at it. No, he wasn't as consistently as precise as a lot of QBs are yeah. now because that's well, something that's way yeah. more important now. you got someone like Mahomes with an arm like his that learned how to throw with touch. Yeah. And that's dangerous. That's like when Neil Peart learned to play with sensitivity yes. and feeling. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, he's because unstoppable now. He was so mechanical <laughs> at first. He, yeah, technically brilliant, but just mechanical, just hammered everything out at full yeah. speed, full volume. It's like, dude, play with some, some you know, tenderness once in a while. Yeah. But he got it. He eventually got it. He did. And, man, he became just the complete drummer. Yeah, Amazing. you listen from, like, temples at Syrinx, and then uh, let's come up with a good example. Uh, like anything off of Counterparts. Counterparts is a good one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the drumming on there was just heartfelt. Um, this came from... What's that one? Uh, snakes and Angels, or Snakes and Angles, or whatever they called it, Snakes and Angels. Snakes and Angels, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Temples of Sirius are like, and then after that, he wasn't, what would you call him? He played with a lot of emotion, almost jazzy, maybe? Yeah, yeah, he worked He worked other styles yeah, I, in I, there, I, and, and, and just, even I just other feelings. I hate to say this, as much as I love the mechanical, the feeling was better. Yeah, it really was. It made the songs more complete. Yes. It really did. And yeah. the rest of the band could play with more dynamics, you know, because yeah. when your drummer is hammering out full tilt, you just, you got to kind of keep up. And then lately I've been listening to some of the Rush in the 80s that was lost, like Power Windows and... Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see what it um, is. Signals. Signals. That had subdivisions yeah. on it. Yeah, they didn't do so well in the 80s because as a glam period, the butt rock period and all that, and they yeah. kind of got lost in the shuffle. They came out with a lot of good music in that. They really so, did. Yeah. yeah, the the hardcore Rush fans were still enjoying every concert. Yeah, yeah. It was still pretty awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, it's too bad there'll never be another Rush show. That's yeah. too bad because I really enjoyed that trio. I never got to see them live. I always managed to miss it. Every time they came, I was broke from seeing somebody else. I got to see, see them one time by accident. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. and it was just a friend of mine couldn't go and just like, mm. here's the ticket. Went by myself. 
Still had a good time. Yeah. Watched the show, left really quick. I mean, it was just kind of like a, almost like a fact finding, like, yeah. I hear they're really good, so I got this free <laughs> ticket, so I'm going to go watch. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. So, anyhow, so, okay, so Patrick Mahomes has found this touch. touch. Yeah. yeah. Now, the only thing is, I mean, he had great protection. He mm-hmm. did get, he did get hit a few times, though. Now, wasn't sacked, but yeah, he. There was one time they knocked him down, and he his head pounced off the turf. It was like, oh shit! Oh, I was a little worried about that too. Yeah. Um, but his, I guess his wrist is the problem. Yeah, the left wrist, non-throwing yeah. wrist, but still. Yeah, he got hit pretty up. good a couple of times, but yeah. um, I think he can. I think he can have close to the same success because his delivery is so quick. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a little bit worried about that with the shorter passing game, mm-hmm. about them coming in on him. But, I mean, uh, if he's not going to be running like he was, if this is the new template, I love it. Yeah. So, But I suppose if he does get under pressure, he can run in the slot. And just do yeah, like he, he ran does. a few times yesterday. Yeah, he did. And then... Uh, the first first down he ran for. Yeah, him. yeah. Kyler Murray was running his his ass off. A whole he was bunch. running because he, he had to. He had to. Yeah, these yeah. weren't designed quarterback runs. It was like, ah, yeah. this guy's gonna squish it, me. I've never been a big fan of Kyler Murray, and I don't think I ever will be. Uh, yeah, he seemed like he was gonna be, you know, one of the group of of Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, you know, all the young. He never did really athletic, reach the Lamar Jackson plateau, you know, not yet, at least. Uh, Josh Allen in Buffalo. Josh Allen. Yeah, and then uh, L.A.'s quarterback and Cincinnati's quarterback, Stafford. they all seem to be kind of, you know, young, Oh, no, smart. no, you're mean Herbert. Herbert, Herbert not, yeah. Yeah, not, uh, not Stafford, yeah. And then, uh, you know, he seemed like, you know, Kyler Murray's just one of this group of, of young, hyper-talented, intelligent, you know, blah, blah, but things just haven't really the gone dual threat. for him. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a Cordell Stewart before his time, the Cordell Stewart yeah. Slash. Uh-huh. They called him Slash because he could do either. And Michael either. Vick did that too. Michael Vick was the second one, yeah. Run on your ass. Yeah. But um, I don't know what it is in, in Arizona, but Kyler Murray just hasn't you know, blossomed the way these other guys maybe, have. And whether it's him or whether it's the system or a combo, I don't I know. I also don't think Kingsbury is that good of a coach. Yeah. He's, I think he's, I think Arizona has already seen the best that Kingsbury can do. I think so too. And I think they'll be better off getting one of these quarterback gurus. In yeah. There. It's uh, like some people are born backups. I think Kingsbury has, I think his niche is he could be an assistant a, He could be coach, an assistant coach. A coordinator. Or, yeah, a coordinator, yeah. But not the head coach. Yeah, He would I probably agree. make a hell of a general manager. I could see that because, but, um, well, he did great in recruiting, obviously. Yeah, uh-huh. um, so I think as a GM or, or like head of player personnel, yeah. he would probably excel there more than he's going to as a head coach. I think yeah. I think he's kind of peaked as a head coach. He looked pretty lost yesterday. He did. Like He's like, what the you hell is going on? Why isn't this working? The master just rolled him, <laughs> steamrolled him. Yes. Andy Reid just steamrolled him. Yep. Just pantsed him yep. right off the bat. And it, yeah, we should have had two more. Hungry. There should have yeah. been two more touchdowns. It should have been. Uh, well, it was what, on the homes too. He overshot. To he overshot yeah. Hardman at least two times. Yeah. And there was a third time in the middle there. I think he could have broke loose too. Yeah. So, uh, it, so. it would have been just uh, an embarrassing score. It, yeah, it would have been. I was. I was. And kind they of pulled impressed. him too. They, yeah. You know. So. When they when they put Henny in for KC, uh, Arizona switched the quarterbacks too. Yeah, they're like, why get our guy killed? Yeah. at the end. So it was like, 
that's smart. Yeah, you know, it is. It's if they were giving up on Kyler Murray, they probably would have left him in there to no, take his lumps. No, they're like we're protecting our guy because we think he's uh-huh. the future. We don't want him physically hurt. Plus, we yeah, don't need him, I mean, and they're getting emotionally flogged in this. And I know, have nothing against loss. Kyler Murray at all. No, but no, I just don't think he's all that. No, I never I, have. I, there is, there is absolutely a place for him somewhere in the NFL but as I, a starter. I think it's a little bit better than pedestrian mediocre. I yeah. think it's a little bit better than average. I yeah. think he is going to be. A 60%er, 65%er. Yeah. I don't think he's good enough to reach the 70%. I, yeah, I, as as I opposed see that. to Mahomes yeah. being 95. Unless he's put in a different system, like a the high percentage system, system. I could see a yeah. high percentage system. I could see that. But and trying I, to use him the way, uh, you know, scramble and throw and that stuff, he, he could do it in college, but in, in the pros, he's just not but quite the, yeah, fast once and again quick and again, or we have proven spontaneous enough. Life has proven that college is completely different than yes, the pros. Absolutely. Remember the old wildcat? <laughs> Try yeah. that in the pros. Uh, yeah. yeah, that kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, they, they don't, don't see really a lot do of wing tee or wing tee. They don't yeah. run the option, you know, two out of every three plays in the, the NFL. Wing it tea. just didn't work. Remember Marv Levy came to yes, town the counting wing the wing tee. <laughs> that was done in six months. Yep. Yeah, and then Marv Levy goes up to Buffalo and goes to the Super Bowl four, four times. Four freaking times. But they lost all four of them, too. Yeah. So, yeah. That was with the great Jim Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Thurman uh, Thomas. Thurman Thomas. Oh, that, that Andre guy. Andre Reed? Andre Reed. Yeah. And who yeah. was their tight end? They oh, had shit. A, they had a big-ass tight end, Yeah, too. they did. That guy killed us. Yeah. Fucking killed us. Huh. I can't think of the tight end that Buffalo had during that yeah. time. It would have been the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties. Early nineties. And then on defense, they had Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith, yeah. Yeah. The late great Bruce Smith. You remember Brian Cox? Yeah. He was a linebacker in Miami. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. What do I remember about him that was so prolific? He did something, or he he was a good sack artist. Um, but he was kind of nasty. Was that it? I remember. I mean, he wasn't really a dirty. He wasn't a dirty player. It's just he wouldn't let up on any of the hits. I mean, if he was knew he had it? you, he'd what crush you into the ground. And opposing teams hated him, especially in the AFC East. And there was a time... That must be what I'm thinking of, because there's something to that name yeah. that rung a bell. It's kind of like, wait a minute. Go ahead. But the... the like he played, scandalous. Yeah, he played for the Dolphins. And they went up to Buffalo to play the Bills. Mm-hmm. And people in the crowd were chanting the n-word at him maybe that's what i remember and specifically at brian cox Ooh. and uh pretty much for most of the game and they, after let him, the game, they let him sit there and chant that yes and after the game was over brian cox filed a suit against the bills i think and the nfl say hostile work environment if anything is a hostile it. work environment, that this is, is it. He, he is absolutely correct. And they I hope hurled he won that, that N-word at him for three hours straight, and nobody did squat. How did that guy not jump up in the stands and beat the shit out of a couple of those idiots? No kidding. I, I don't but think I could have done He played it that. smart. I mean, yeah, he showed steel resolve, you know, balls as big as church bells. He, you know, I hate to use the expression, he manned up because, you know, that's gender specific but he 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 did the he, right uh, thing yeah he uh, and, he non-binary and got through uh, it and then he he filed the lawsuit and i remember the immediate reaction of the press was oh what a sissy what a pansy 
you know, he can't take it. But then within just a few hours, the whole conversation changed of how would you like to go to your place of employment and be constantly ridiculed. Yeah, the worst name anyone could call you over and over. And all of a sudden, the whole conversation changes like, oh, hell yeah, this is wrong. This is just wrong. And That would not happen in today's society. No. No. Those the, people would be in jail probably. And they had to get the stadiums on board and their security and all. And Security I don't know should have done something about that right there. Absolutely. They should have came over there and said, you say that one more time, and not only are you out of here, but we're revoking. If Your you have tickets. season tickets, you're not. You're never yeah. seeing the stadium again. Yeah, we're going to ban you from the stadium for a year or yeah. more. But, but I don't know what happened with the actual lawsuit. But he did bring about an enormous change that needed to happen, because my God, be a fan, but chanting the n bomb at a player you don't like—that's not even remotely funny. That's not that's being not a fan. That's just clever. being a piece that, of shit. That's being a piece of shit. That's, yeah. yeah. And at, you know, up to that point, I really didn't care for Brian Cox. But after that, is like, damn, you go. I you think go. I, I think I remember him being right a really idea. dirty player. But I support him 100% on that, and I'm Absolutely. glad that he won. I hope he won. Yeah. I, I would think he did. So when you see these things nowadays, you know, like in the end zone, it says end racism, or on the backs of the helmet, it takes all of us and stuff. There are people alive now watching football that have no clue that that happened, that a stadium of 80,000 people would chant the N-bomb in unison. I mean, it wasn't all 80,000, but it was tens of thousands of them. Too many people. Yeah. But the thought that that happened as recently as 30 years ago, 40 years ago, that's, that's it's sickening. That but is. But thank God we've come a long ways. Yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah and thank God people realize we still have a long ways to go, too. Yeah. But <laughs> whoever, whoever that was that sang that, I would send them, I would send them to Grandview. There we go. Yeah. 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 You want to chant the end, Bob? Yeah. Go sit you go down to your Grandview porch and, and do it. <laughs> and no, uh, this is not racist anyway about yep. Grandview. It's known fact that J.C. Nichols well, had them. What shoot. we're referring to is is also, yeah, we talked about how Grandview they were, you know, people of color were funneled there. But also remember because the Twilight want... Zone episode with the racist guy, and then he wakes up one morning and he's he's black. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 And you know, it, it it couldn't that show couldn't be made today because they put the character they put the actor in blackface to make him look. Black. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, um, well, hell, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was in blackface as recently as uh, Tropic Thunder. Remember that movie from oh, like that's 10, right. 12 years ago? <laughs> and God, that's kind of hard. To, that's kind of hard to believe too. <laughs> actually, how can he be that stupid? But uh, yeah, the Twilight Zone. He he woke up one morning and he was the the ethnicity that he hated and then he had to deal with it so that's that's good old rod serling yeah and i'm not sure how we got on to brian cox but um we were talking football yeah somehow but anyhow well brian cox good job yeah so. and on, on the subject of the dolphins they uh they mopped the floor with the patriots yesterday the patriots that was refreshing like oh the patriots looked like they didn't they, they looked like they were ready for an, an exhibition game well, and they're like, oh, shit, this is the regular season. We're not ready. I, I don't know what's going on with Belichick, you know. Uh, doesn't he have, like, a new girlfriend or something? 
what, himself in the mirror? Yeah, himself in the mirror. <laughs> I think that's all he's got room for in his he art. He actually did a couple of commercials <laughs> over the off-season. Oh, that's right, he did. And maybe, that was weird to see. Maybe football's becoming more secondary to him. Maybe he's just, like, you know, kind of moving past it. Maybe he's looking at a GM spot or something. I don't know. But he oh, doesn't there are a lot of organizations same... that would hire him probably as for some some office front office managerial I'll stick with type. Brett Veach, but I'll tell you what: yeah. if we didn't have him, I'd definitely look at him for a GM position like that. Just like Mike Holmgren, just because you're a great coach does not mean you'll be a great GM either. One of the one of Belichick's greatest um, advantages is his ability to disregard his emotional attachment to players yes. and to get rid of them when it's the right time for the team. He had a great way to analyze the team. Yeah. <coughs> when <coughs> Here I am coughing and hacking again. Yeah, <coughs> when the, <coughs> the Chiefs won the it's Super It's free Bowl. until you pay for it. Don't say a yeah. word, bitches. <coughs> when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 71. We're douchebags. That's what we do. Yeah, uh, 70. 69-70 season. Yeah. We actually won it in 70, but it's accredited to the 69 season. Just like we actually won the Super Bowl in 21, but But it's accredited accredited to the 20 season. season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The coach, Hank Stram, he was such good friends with so many members of that team that he couldn't bring himself to cut any of them. And he'd draft players it and was bring his in fault. players. His strength was his fault. Yeah. yeah. And he'd have, you know, for for several years after that, the team just declined because I remember like 73, 74, we still had these old players out there trying to do what they were, you know, used to be able to and do, we but they couldn't anymore. we were getting a floor mop with us. Yeah. And, and he would bring in players that were better, but then he'd cut them because he couldn't bring himself to cut the old veterans. Mm-hmm. So we were... Dumping the better players to keep. You know, it's been argued that Lenny the Cool might have gotten another Super Bowl if they could have learned how to streamline players and yeah, draft picks better. Yeah, he, he finally called it quits in '75 because he's spending half of the, half the game on his back. Yeah, the line couldn't protect him. Yeah, he's couldn't run, like, couldn't pass. That's and, it. Yeah, yeah. And they ran Hank Stram out and said, "Okay, done with you." And he yeah. went down to New Orleans and didn't have a whole lot of success there. No, he he and floundered. Then, the Chiefs hired, was that when they hired Jack Stedman? Or was he already still there, or already there? I think Stedman was already, Stedman there, was already there, like a couple of years yeah. uh, in and the strand. That guy had no clue how to run a Jack football Stedman destroyed franchise. the team, just yeah. ruined the team. He, he ran it as a business to make a modest amount of money every year. Yeah. And other than that, be kind of a tax shelter. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he didn't give a shit about winning, losing, building a brand, yeah. involving the fans. It was just, I mean, the Chiefs could have been making paper envelopes for all he cared. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. He didn't. He, really he had didn't. no passion behind the product. None, none whatsoever. And he hired all the wrong people every year. Every time they changed coaches or whatever, he just he'd hire all the wrong people. And they never. It didn't change until. Carl the the ass Peterson got in in place. Yeah. He did some good things, but God, that guy was a jerk. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Well, um, Keatsman was on. Uh, I I got a chance to catch up on some of his podcasts, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how um, how uh, Channel Four um, when he was with Channel Four, he uncovered the great. Uh, uh, he was the one that uncovered uh, Marty Schottenheimer saying he was going to pay the fines. For cheap, oh yeah, for cheap hits against Denver. Uh huh. 
and uh, Carl Peterson went after his job. Ooh. And Price Chopper pulled their ads because Carl Peterson went to them. He mm. said, I'm going to systematically destroy you guys unless you get rid of Keatsman. But at the time, the general manager, I forgot the name of the GM, said that, um, that no. He said, we need real journalism, and that's what it is. And he stuck behind Keatsman wow. and did not fire him. And I remember that. Mm. I remember that because uh, Marty did say that. Oh, here, there's a trash can right behind you right there. Now, stick it there for Oh, okay. yeah, it is. I don't even have to get up. So, um, anyhow, he was talking about that, but that's what kind of a person Peterson could be. Yeah. So. Very vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he was so boring listening to him. I mean, he used to oh, put me to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he was really it was weird of, for a guy who loved to hear himself talk. He, he had nothing to say. Oh no, and he was did, boring to listen to. He'd like have all these like stories that just really sucked. And yeah, they never went anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and like whenever he talked about Derek Thomas, he always go, you know, I went to him, son, and I'm like thinking that's so cheap. Uh huh. He had a father. His father died in Vietnam. Don't cheapen it by calling him son. It's condescending. And what's DT going to do? Come out and go, no, he doesn't call me son. He's a fucking liar. No, he's not going to. I just, Uh, I didn't appreciate a lot of stuff that he did and how he, if he didn't like you and you're on his shit list, he did his best to get rid of you. Yeah. I mean, people talk about Al Davis being vindictive towards players. So was Peterson. Peterson was bad like that, too. And I I didn't really have a... I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you again. I was just saying, I think... Al Davis would sacrifice the team to punish a player. Carl Peterson wouldn't. It's like, if I really that want to punish this defining, player, yeah. I'll just get get rid of him, but I'm not going to sacrifice the team to punish the player. That's the defining line right there. Yeah. So, you had some stuff you uh, had that you wanted to talk about that sounded pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find some interesting I news items. for all our other listeners besides Kansas City, you probably want to hear something <laughs> yeah. else. Yes, we like the first 45 minutes of... Hi there, this is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get. cut this out and put it at the end and do the perforated line deal. There we go. That makes sense. Um, here, here's this guy who's who's got a, a whole lot going on. This guy figured out a business model to sell pizzas. 
he goes to Walmart and he buys up all the frozen pizzas he can find. And he had some pizza boxes made with his own like name and logo. Uh-huh. And he just goes home and cooks the pizzas in the oven, puts them in his own box, and lets DoorDash come pick them up for people who order them online. <laughs> so he's not even making the pizzas. He's selling somebody else's pizza I as love his. That. Yes, and that... apparently he's getting five-star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, and he's you know he's making some money, and they say it takes him a lot longer because he's got one oven. So you know, sometimes people have to wait around. The DoorDashers have to wait around to pick up sometimes, and they're not happy about it. But, <laughs> but he doesn't care. He's no. not DoorDash. Yes. He's the pizza guy. He's, he's gotten bitched at in Walmart for buying up all the pizzas. And other people are like, I want a pizza too. And he's like, man, it's my business. I got to do it. Too bad. Fuck off. <laughs> but, uh, of course, he's not out of the woods. Uh, apparently, of course the not. health department is saying, okay, you're running a restaurant out of your home with no licensing, no certification. You know, you're not Depends clean Depends on enough. what state he's in, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like a state like uh, Florida, um, I think even Missouri might be like this, but I know Florida is for sure, mm -hmm. is you have to have an actual like industrial kitchen. Yeah. You have so to have like a place it, of business. You sterilize yes. it. Yeah. And the refrigeration or have has someone to be. do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also getting trouble for copyright infringement because he's taking like Red Baron pizza and DiGiorno and all this stuff and selling it, and as... Selling it as his own. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's like copying else, someone else's song and putting out and claiming it as your own vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. Yeah. No, that's vanilla ice. I heard the song many times. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty pretty clever. This guy's got a whole new business. I, the people are saying, this guy's the future, man. This is awesome. But sorry, it's not quite legal. Well, he could probably do, well, nah, actually with the copyright thing, there's nothing he could do with that. Unless there's a way that you can say, this is a Red Baron or a DiGiorno or a something Yeah, he would, have to, he would have to come out and say, I am reselling someone else's yeah. brand. He could probably get around that, and if he could do certain things to his kitchen... Yeah, and pass could, the health code. Yeah, he might be part. able to figure it all out. Yeah, and that could be a thing. It's like, you know, you're getting pizzas you like, the brand names. I'm cooking them for you and sending them to you. Yeah, yeah, what's wrong with that? You don't want to cook them, so yeah. I'll do it. And So he could still make it work, but <laughs> I just thought it was pretty clever. That's excellent. <laughs> and he might be like... I didn't make any money, so what are you guys going to come after me about? Yeah, right. You know, you're going to make me quit? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll stop. Yeah. You know, it'll, it'll cost the pizza companies tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees to go after this guy. You have guy to prove damages, who's making right? a few bucks. I think so. You have to so. prove damages. I think you do. Yeah. So how are they going to prove damages? Well, I bought your product, so it's yeah, sold. They got, yeah, yeah. They, it's not like he stole it from their warehouse or anything. Yeah, I bought the product like yeah. I was supposed to. The only thing I did was I didn't, like, dot my I's and uh, yeah. cross my T's on well, the I'm copyright sure the, thing. I'm sure the courts and the lawyers will have fun arguing yeah. with this oh, one. Oh, yeah. But they'll, they'll probably hit them with a cease and this desist This is a lawyer's anytime, wet dream. I'm I sure know. it's already happened. Yeah. This is a lawyer's wet dream. Yeah. like, oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just nothing but fucking pen and paper litigation. This yes. is excellent. And I get paid by the hour. Busy work. Yeah, busy Justifying work. Justifying my existence yeah, as a lawyer. Yeah, like, man, I got nothing going out here. Here's the Red Baron case. <laughs> yeah. Look, just start the clock and just write down whatever you can. <laughs> the DoorDash 
no, he's not DoorDash, but you know, pizza guy versus Tostino's, Red Baron, DiGiorno, et al. <laughs> Someone gets across at the judge. Yeah. The hey, judge is like, damn, I'm hungry. Clerk, clerk, <laughs> clerk, come here. What's this? Uh, sir, uh, um, um, your honor, uh, that's uh, Red Baron, that's uh, um, DiGiorno, that's, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that's all of them suing one guy. <laughs> the judge is like, damn, order some of these. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some direct evidence Hell of what yeah. this guy's doing. Let's Does he do pizzas. pizza rolls, too? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of in the mood for some pizza rolls. You think you can get those? See, uh, pizza rolls, man, that ought to be the solution to uh, everybody's energy problem. Because those things, you microwave them for 30 seconds, and they stay hot for a day and a half. Yes. So, I mean, that's like stored energy. You know, oh, some, it is. Somehow pizza rolls just suck in energy. Those and things will hold burn it. your fucking throat out. I oh. mean, they will burn your mouth off. It's like you take a bite and you can feel the cancer forming on the roof of your mouth yeah. as as you take the bite and it's yeah. scalding and changing scalding your cells. Scalding and changing yeah. your cells. Oof. <laughs> okay. So, hey, have you heard about Texas Representative Louis Gohmert? No. He's a Republican. Okay. Which you probably guessed. Here in a second. Okay. Um, he gave an honorary American flag away. You know, you have those flags that fly over the Capitol Dome. You talking about the folded one? Yeah. Yeah. Each day they fly a flag, and then they take it down, fold it up, and they have a certificate of authenticity saying it's you know the flag. And they they'll give those away to special people, and uh, congressmen uh, can give those away if they want, etc. Um, so here's this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decided that the person who deserved this honorary and commemorative American flag that flew over the Capitol Dome was a woman who was convicted of being part of the January 6th riots. Okay. So she was there trying to topple the U.S. government. Okay. And she served six months in prison. And she's a COVID denier. Uh-huh. And... She thinks vaccines are stupid and, and not real. Uh-huh. So here's this Texas representative who gets this woman fresh out of jail for being an insurrectionist and a douchebag, and he gives I've, her this I've flag. I've got an answer to that. He it's, calls her a political prisoner. It's All he's doing is pandering. Yes. Pandering. Exactly. He knows his base out there. It's probably rural Texas. Yeah. A bunch of rich rancher, ranchers. And look, there's nothing wrong with being a rancher or rich. But mm-hmm. what he is, is he's pandering to them. He's pandering to the stupidity. Yes. It doesn't have anything to do with, with being a Texan or what job you do. It's no different stupid than is. AOC doing what she does. Like Gump or, said, or, stupid yeah. is as stupid does. Yeah. And stupid yeah. people come in all varieties. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just the same. You got the far left, far right, and they're both pandering so much to these special little yeah. segments that, uh-huh. you know, I would guarantee you that probably most Republicans or conservatives don't agree with toppling the government. Yeah, but okay. they're, they're riding what it we need for is, what they can gain out of it. We need the system to be better, not a different system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and, and who you elect is everything. Yeah. So this guy is pandering over people that just like, they listen to uh, these talk shows mm-hmm. and just believe everything that's on it. Yeah. And that's what that is, and he's pandering, and I'll bet you he gets in office again. Yeah. 
Well, from my perspective, you know, I roll my eyes at the stupidity of all this, and as you said, it's it's blatant pandering and attention grabbing. This guy doesn't grabbing. give a shit. He no, probably he hangs out with crossdressers <laughs> on but, the weekends. But here's what I take away from it: it makes me not want to ever go to Texas because people like that are in Texas. The tourism board needs to take a look at this and say, you know, I'm not Depends going to Texas. Depends on where you go in Texas. You go to Austin. True. Texas is an enormous place. But now when I think of Texas, I'm going to think of this jackass. Austin and San Antonio, but especially Austin, are completely different. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not all of Texas that is like this. Yeah. You go to Austin and it is liberal as hell. I mean, it's crazy liberal. Mm-hmm. It's like you took, like, California and stuck it right there in the edge of, over in Texas. Yeah, it's, it's kind of odd. It's like a free love fucking music town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, yeah. I should visit there. But, you know, uh, the, like the rest it. of beautiful. Texas is just like, is this is this what Texans are all about now? Calling these people political prisoners and giving them flags? And, well, I God. mean, no. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. No, 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 it doesn't. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but, yeah. I mean, I've got the answer for it. I mean, and I don't know what else to say about it. Is. Yeah. It's just pandering. It's more of the bullshit. Yeah. It's more of the bullshit that ruins politics. Oh, Here's some real bullshit. You ready for a whole bunch yeah. more bullshit? Yeah, let's hear it. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven American states who are planning to tax the student debt relief. <laughs> so if you are forgiven for like $100,000 of student debt, the state's going to tax you on that. Like of it's, course Like they it's are. income. Of course they Doesn't are. Doesn't suck? Here are the states that are doing it. North Carolina, Indiana, Mississippi... Arkansas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and of course California. They're gonna tax let's tax your poverty. student debt relief. Yay! Now let's see. When the government bailed out GM, did GM pay taxes on that money? No, they just had to pay it back. Great point. Yeah. Great when point. let's see when uh, when our government forgave the debts of other governments, did we tax them on that? Did nope. the governments tax? Did those foreign governments tax themselves on that? No, no. You but see, we're individual Americans. We the they deal. tax the snot out of us with the drop of a hat. Me. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. This is a get back to Biden for doing that. Yeah, and it's a way to create money because yeah, well, you're and forgiving get, money, student, get free money too. Yeah, because yeah. they're not having to print money to pay the student loan. They're just going to have to say, okay, we're not getting it back. But now we can whip up a tax on it, so they've created fake money from these people out of out of thin air. out of not giving them out anything. Out of not giving them anything. I yes. gave you nothing. Now pay me tax money so on it. So it's a dual sword. Uh. They thought about it and they're like, you know what? We can get back at Biden like this because they're going to be paying something, and he wants them to pay nothing. So we're yeah. going to make them pay something. Yeah. And also, like make, you said, free money. Make sure there's a sour for taste in everyone's fund. mouth from from this. Yeah. For their ass wiping money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> The money they pay to the child slaves that they uh, have making their products for them. Yes. Yep. <laughs> They're so concerned about that, but not concerned about other things. I yeah. mean, it, it's just, it's atrocious. Yeah. What what certain parts or all of our government is worried about and what they're not. But how quickly these states moved to to try to implement taxes. Now, it's it's not like they're guaranteed. They're working on it. They haven't actually passed it yet, is, but they're trying to. One of these one of these uh, states came up with it, and and then the other ones were like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. How did we not think of this sooner? Yeah. But however, 
there is something that I do really kind of enjoy, mm -hmm. and that's Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. When they're telling him how he should um, handle the immigration problem, uh -huh. and he's sending them to those places. <laughs> <laughs> New York's all over him. You're a bigot. And they're like, okay, here. Have them. Have them. Show me how. Because if there's a good answer, I want to fucking hear it. Yeah. And there's, how do you, how do you, how do you criticize that? Because he's saying, no, okay. No, he's saying, I'm not kicking them I back, I'm giving I, them to you. Yeah. You said that. Um, you just said, I can't handle this. So here, here they are. You show me how it's done. You show me, Mr. Governor, because I'm just this stupid little yeah. fucking podunk guy down here. I, Go I, ahead, I, New York. I did that to out. a boss at a job once because he kept telling me to do something and, assert, and I, I couldn't get it done and he just kept carping at me. He's like, I just handed him the tool and said, show me, show me how it's how, how to do that. Of course, he couldn't do it either. Yeah, of course. <laughs> just like I got, the guy I used to landscape for, he, he'd sit in his truck talking on the phone for fucking six hours and he'd come out there and he'd like dig fucking three holes in no time. That's how you do it. And I told myself, I sat on my fat ass for six hours. I'd come out here and do that in ten yeah. seconds too. Yeah, do that. Well, of you course, just I didn't did. last do that for eight much hours after that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Bullies, narcissists. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, oh golly. You got some more subjects there? Yeah. Here's. I, I think I have this guy's name incorrect. I've got Patrick Beverly, but I think it's Beverly. You know what? No one will know. That's true. Okay. Yeah. NBA Pick player. Pick one of them. So I. Here's the story. He's Be Patrick Beverly is an it's NBA player. It yeah. He's an now NBA player. And here's the story he's telling people. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. This camp this comes directly. They've quoted him on this. It's not like somebody is is pretending he said this directly. He said he went into the locker room. Uh-huh. And LeBron James is there pissing. And he said he walked up and pinched his dick off tight so he couldn't piss anymore. And said, uh, you want to get back to the playoffs? And supposedly Le LeBron James nodded his head. And he said, well, I was there last year and you weren't. So if you want to get there, you have to do what I say. You're done pissing. Pull your pants up. And supposedly LeBron said, yes, sir, and pulled his pants up. Okay, now did LeBron ever answer to that? I didn't even bother to look. <laughs> I just love this part of the story so much. Here's this big, tough NBA player saying... I grabbed this guy's dick while he's peeing and squeezed it, and then we had a conversation. That's what he's telling everybody. You know what? I'll look what later. What we'll, fucking I'll weirdo. have the answer next podcast on whether LeBron ever addressed that or not, because <laughs> yeah. I want to hear what he says. Most people are saying, "Okay, this is just a, a, a story he's telling to make a point." It probably didn't it happen he's, at all, or at least not this way. What he's doing is he's illustrating through the absurd. Yeah, yeah. It, he, it didn't really happen, but he's getting. He's getting the point across right. by coming up with this big grand thing. Yeah. Like, I fucking, I neutered him is basically uh -huh. what he's saying. But the part that I find so hilarious is the fact that he would choose to say he grabbed another guy's dick while he was pissing and I find that very it. odd, too. Now, I don't want to touch wanna anybody else's dick, No, man. me neither. Does LeBron have the penis flap or is he circumcised? That's all I want to know. We'll have to dust LeBron's dick for yeah, Prince. Does he play hide the head or not? I mean, I want to know. Is he a helmet or an yeah. anteater? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, what the hell's going on with the NBA? Weirdos. It's, oh. That's fucking funny, though. It's funny that the guy would... It's almost like he was in a crowd telling a story and he got carried away. Yeah. 
He's like, you know what I did? Yeah. You know what I did to make sure that that guy got on track? I grabbed his fucking dick. I told him he was done pissing. I mean, it sounds to me like he took something. And then I invented gravity and created dinosaurs. And yes. Yeah, it's like he was yeah. like a little kid, just doesn't know when to shut up making up a exactly. story. Exactly. Like, yeah. like he got hyped up talking to a crowd yeah. and he couldn't quit. I would I would hope he's embarrassed at this point that he talked. Did he go home that night and go, oh my God, that is recorded. Oh, <laughs> shit. I mean, I do that on this podcast. Oh my God, that there's, is recorded. There's probably oh, a number shit. of people who are saying, "Hey man, you can come hold my dick anytime." <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to get some invitations uh, to hold know, other people's dick. I want dick. to get signs, dick holder. <laughs> yeah. Make a basket, dick holder. <laughs> <laughs> want to come grab mine, bitch? How soft was LeBron's dick? <laughs> Helmet or anteater? Yeah. Oh God, can you imagine on the court too? <sighs> Don't touch the ball with those fucking LeBron dick hands. Yeah, nobody wants to high-five well, him anymore. You go over there, and you go to the hand sanitizer before you handle the basketball. Is that the hand that you fondled his dick with? <laughs> was it two hands, or was it one? <laughs> to tell you the truth and all the excitement, I kind of forgot myself. So you got to ask yourself, LeBron, do you Is feel it? lucky? <laughs> well, do you? Do you, punk? <laughs> Makes dirty, hairy, and dick grabbing. Yeah, but when I reread that, the what a couple of podcasts I keep ago, kicking you under the, the table. Sorry, oh, that's all right. The funniest part. Good of thing it we're was, not in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. That's funnier than hell. Um, uh, yeah, toe tapping. Mm, yep. And yep. reaching for the sleep. You know, sooner or later, these people are going to look that up. Mm. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to. We're just gonna... Minneapolis Airport. <laughs> Congressman, those are the key words. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, I say, hey, I saw another transgender pickup truck yesterday. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh, yeah? You've ever well, seen those? Tell. Yeah, you, you've seen those pickup trucks that have, like, the uh, the latex testicles, fake yeah, testicles yeah, hanging, hanging down, from the yeah. back. Yeah, they think it's cute. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing is, see, that truck didn't leave the factory with those testicles on there. No. So when they installed those testicles on that truck, they made it a transgender male. You know what? You're right. Yeah. So here it's I so thought those guys these, were being uh, toxic men, you know, with the ego. Oh, no, no, but it turns out extenders? they're showing they're showing how sensitive they are by by turning their pickup truck into a transgender male, you, attaching those fake plastic testicles to it. You know what? It. You're right. You know what? In, in so transgender all this time, pickup. I thought they were just penis extenders. No, they were actually. Yeah. The, yeah. They're wow. they're kinds. You know. So again, you just want to give them a rainbow flag. Yes. Yeah. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good job, Ford truck <laughs> owner. Good Sorry. job. <laughs> Uh, hey, you want to talk about me and my, yeah, like me and my baby, me and my, this, me and my, me and it's my mom. It's that culture. I know where you're yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah, it's that culture. You know, when I was learning the English and grammar in school, the way they taught it is you put yourself last in the group. Yes. So instead of me and my etiquette. baby, you put everyone else first, like my baby, and then uh -huh. you, my baby, and I went to the store. Or yes. it rained on my baby and me. You put yourself last. Yes. But anymore, everyone puts themselves first. They do, and, and it's, it's the culture that we have. It's not a grammatical it's like, thing. I'm not going last. Uh, 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 I'm first. It's not the same as saying ain't or or double negatives like don't got none. I mean, that's that's kind of a grammatical thing. 
but it's just kind of a you know a, a way you that. talk. But saying me and my something whatever that that goes deeper. That is deep rooted selfishness. And it started like this. Okay, I let me see if I can put this right into the right context. Okay, it used to be being like really heavy and fat was kind of shameful. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like you hid your body. And it's like, oh my God, you know, I'm really embarrassed. I can't stop eating. And uh, you know what? I'm heavy. I, you know, have nothing against fat people. I'm one of them. Okay? I'm fat too. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. Okay. It used to be like they would be ashamed. But then the Jerry Springer culture, I'm big and beautiful, baby. And they have these, uh, oh, you in helicopter. Yeah. We're not talking about conspiracy we're theories. We're not doing anything like yeah, that this They're going to strafe us with Hellfire missiles later. They, they come out with these tube tops on. Yep. And this fat hanging over rig. I'm big and beautiful, and I'm in your face. Daring That's, you to say yes. that they're ugly or nasty yes. or you don't want to see them, and, and then I, you're the bad person. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now this me and my, you're a bad person if you tell them you're, uh, they're marginalized. All of a sudden it's like, you're trying to deny me anything in life I enjoy. Uh -huh. You are the oppressor for telling me that I can't be first. Hater, grammar Nazi, yes. elitist. Yeah, blah, blah. and this isn't a racial thing or nothing. No. This is the white girl, the black girl, the brown girl, the fucking yellow girl, the green girl. It doesn't matter. Here, here's here's your homework assignment. Turn on Teen Mom and uh -huh. watch those women talk. It's me and my baby. Yeah. Me and my mom, me and my boyfriend, me and my baby daddy, me and my this, Reverse. me and my that. They never put anyone else first. Reverse. They are first. Always first. Reverse it's always 40 me years and. ago and see what that would have been. Yeah. That'd been like my baby. Uh -huh. My baby needs this, my baby needs that. No, it's like me and my baby need the best of everything. Me and my baby need the uh, hill figure clothes. And it's know? a way to insert themselves into something that's not even about them. Exactly. Like, that's a my great baby point. needs shoes. You know, my baby has, you know, needs new shoes. Instead, they change it to, me and my baby going to get some new shoes. Me and my baby need some new shoes for yeah. him. They have to put themselves in, and they have to be first before their baby. They claim yeah. to love the baby so much. It's so, it's so, so precious. They always put themselves ahead of the baby, even in the way they think. Yeah. It's always yeah. me and my baby. It's like never those... my baby first. No, it's right. It's and just when like they take those, the uh... pictures of the baby... They gotta stick their They're stupid always face in, in them. there. I know. Yes, they can't just pose a picture of the baby. They've got to put their stupid media. face it's in. It's like, it. just want to see your kid. We don't want to see you. Yeah. We know what you look like. We want to see what your kid looks like. Grandmothers are real bad about that too. Oh, here's my grandbaby, and three fourths of the picture is their stupid face, and, grand, and the baby is squeezed out of the corner. Grandmothers are different though. Here's here's why. Well, it's, they is want generally people the, to recognize that the baby looks like them. And they want all these compliments like, oh, she's got your eyes and chin. And they want everyone to say, oh, you're too young to be a grandmother. Oh, that too. You're yeah. so pretty. You know what? It's probably more you're of so that. You're so beautiful. Look at the little baby. But, oh, you're, you're you so beautiful. You look like you're 20. Uh-huh. It's well, not about the grandchild like, no, you anymore. You look like fried shit on yeah. a shingle. Yeah. Everyone say nice things about me. And, oh, yeah, there's the little baby in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they oh, post yeah. it. And it's like their vacation photos, too. Oh, we went to Maui and went to the beach. And they show a picture that's 90% them, and you see a little bit of sand in the corner. Yeah. It's like, bitch, I know what you look like. I want to see the fucking beach. It's like, I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten yelled at before by people that I've been with. Like, hey, how come you're not taking pictures of us? I go, people know what we would look like. Exactly. They don't know what this fucking mountain looks like. 
And do you think they're going to think you're lying if you're not in the picture? Exactly, yeah. Look, I was there. There's the picture of me. <laughs> yeah. But the whole yeah. me and my me first and everyone it's else It's obviously maybe. not Photoshopped. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yes, yeah, so many people. It, it was just everyday conversation. Yeah. Yeah, me and my friends went to the movie. And yeah. Why do you have to put yourself in that? Just say, we went to a movie. Yeah. Or, I saw a great movie. It's a culture that's say, been headed that way for a friend, long time. Me and. And to me, it started with this, be proud of yourself no matter what. Yes. Like, you could be an axe murderer, but be proud of it, you know. Yep. It, it's uh, It's been going on for a while, and this self-grandization, this self... Uh, yeah. Um, um, the self-illusion, the self... Uh, Everybody's pat yourself on the back culture. Yeah. It's... it's when you say everyone's equal under the law, that's right. Everyone's born equal, yes. Yeah. Does everyone turn out to be just as good at everything as everyone else? No. I don't want to do a heart transplant. No. I want the guy that does that to do that. Yeah. Not me. You want me to play a double stroke role? Yeah, I'm your man. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to fill a pothole out on the street? Don't have a clue. Yeah. So why should I have an expert opinion on filling potholes? Same here. Why should anyone pay attention to my opinion on filling potholes? Although I would like to be the pothole czar in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Because I would wear a cape. I would wear tights. Mm. I would be armed with spray paint. Yeah. And every pothole, I would put a huge X on it and write, fill me. <laughs> you, there's, last year, because there people going around filling up potholes Lucas with mulch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember he assigned the potholes czar? For oh, like one did. year, that it went over so well, he never did it again. Yeah, the well, guy was totally useless. I, I, I sent him an I sent him an email saying I want to be the potholes are describing that. I never got an answer. <laughs> His secretary probably filtered it out. I yeah. I don't know if it's the one that's knocked up or not. Um, <laughs> allegedly by someone really high up there. Yes. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh look, news flash on my phone. Cowboys have been eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> week one, that happened they're three, out. That happened three weeks ago. Yeah, they were pretty look, much eliminated look at, look after at the, the first. Look the time stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it from July. Yeah, before yeah. they were even the first preseason game, yeah. they were just, yeah, Cowboys ain't That was it. a training camp. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, How, why would they call themselves cow boys? Cow is the female. And boy means you haven't gone through puberty yet and can't get your dick uh, hard. Uh, you know Why wouldn't they be a bull man? Why are they yeah, a cowboy? Right. That's true. I'm a boy and I ride cows. Oh, no, wait, I ride a horse around cows. <laughs> and I see all the little cow's nipples and I look at cow nipples because I'm a boy for cows. I think they need to be named bonine fellas. Yeah, there you go, bovine dudes. Bovine fellas, yeah. 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 But the Dallas... I said Cow bonine, didn't I? Bonine. Yeah, bonine is the motion Bonine is the motion sickness that yeah. I take on cruises. I, I thought bovine. you were talking about Tech Nine, the local rapper guy. Oh yeah, him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. yeah. <laughs> right right now, he, Tech Nine is drafting a legal letter saying, "Don't ever mention to me on your miscarriage of a podcast again." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right now, his informant is, is uh, his uh, guy is like, "Hey." <laughs> You know that two douchebags microphone? Yeah. They mentioned Bullshit. <laughs> He's gonna Send sell a letter. Hang on, hang on. I'm calling the lawyer. I got him on speed dial. He's gonna yeah. sell fifty percent fewer albums this year. Because we mentioned his name, yeah. he's he's got the he's got the jungle lawman on on speed up. 
That guy is so weird. I know. <laughs> Anyone that's not from Kansas City, the guy has got blonde hair. He looks like Cato Kalin. Yeah. Oh, St. Louis, and, you can see ads for him all over St. Oh, Louis, too. St. Louis, yeah, too? All, all, all along I-70, there's ads. He's riding his giant scorpion, or he's swinging from a vine with a You know what? He might be nationwide. Who knows? Maybe other people know this, too. But anyhow. He's so weird. Um, I guess it's working for him, but... Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a... Uh, do you have some more that you want to get into? Oh, or? I've got a bunch of stuff. Why don't you go... Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. I have been talking for a while. Okay. I've got a word of the week. Oh, I like the word of the week. Yeah. Word of the week is buster. Ah. Remember that word? Yeah. It could be used as an adjective. It could be used as a noun. Mm -hmm. It could be used as a curse word. It could be used as a word of endearment. Yeah. But why was it used for so long and then just discarded like trash? It was even used as a name, a first name. Yeah, there's been lots of dogs named Buster. There have been people named Buster. Yeah. There was Buster Brown Shoes. Yeah. So but you can look at somebody and say, what are you doing, Buster? And yeah, they know they're in trouble. Yeah, or that Buster over there was kind of like uh -huh. an asshole, that dickhead over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why was this word so influential for so long and then all of a sudden just discarded and nobody ever uses it anymore? You never hear yeah. Buster like, you got that right, Buster. Yeah, that's just it's yeah, just well, gone. I I demand justice for the word buster. Yeah. So we're gonna bring this word to light and try to bring it back. I think we, we should. We love you, Buster. Yeah. So here's the the word is used as endearment, disdain, or a rugged a rugged guy. Yeah. A filling curse word, family friendly too. It could be oh we love that Buster or Buster the family dog. You yeah, know? So, I've heard yeah. Uncle Buster. In 1838, anything large of exceptional, a great man of strength. That's when it entered the dictionary. Okay. The word buster. And that was the actual explanation for it. Huh. I it, wonder if it started from... Some, I've got that. From like, oh, okay, never mind then. No, 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 I'm, go ahead. I don't go wanna, ahead, I want to hear what you say. I was wondering if it started from the word burst. It did. Burst became did. bust. Yes. Is a burster would be buster? Yes. Okay. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna catch that. Oh, okay. Okay. It was just a guess. That's why I said go ahead. I, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't want to give away the. Like I said, in 1838, <laughs> it entered. It entered the uh, Webster Dictionary. Anything large of exceptional, um, a great man of strength. American English slang originally Missouri, Arkansas. Oh wow. Yeah, perhaps meaning something that takes your breath away. An agent noun from the word bust. Like you thought. Yeah, to bust something means yeah. break or, yeah. you know. so, <clears throat> or burst. Yeah. It's bust or burst. It was also, I didn't put in burst, but burst was a part of that. Yeah. Huh. It was also used a playful address to a male. The word buster was also used as a first name to mean strong, giant, or a hero. Mm -hmm. So if you're named buster, it meant hero or strong or giant. So they were hoping you weren't little, like a little pipsqueak. Yeah, you know, like, but it also kind of Buster, implied a good Vaughan, guy. Good guy, hero, uh -huh. um, you know, saves the day. 
you know, the woman in distress was screaming and Buster came over there. Yeah. Got the assailant, put if him he, to the ground. If he was a bad guy, he'd be like ape or goon. Yeah. But Buster implied he was, you know, he might be a little rough around the edges, but he's basically a good guy. So, the word is all but forgotten in today's modern slang, but oh, yeah. we salute you, Buster. We love you. And we think that you deserve more credit in today's world. Yeah. Bring back Buster. Yeah. So, uh, on to another. A man who was disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair threw a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Did you think she was hungry? <laughs> she does look, she looks perturbed. She looks like she could have like a needless Snickers bar. Yeah. And she might like turned into Cinderella or something. Yeah, of... you're not you when you're hungry, so you exactly. got to eat a Snickers. So and maybe Mona Lisa thinking... turns into like Venus on the clamshell or something. Have... Yeah, he may not have had a Snickers bar. Cool. So maybe he thought, you know what, I'll give her the next best thing. I'll give her cake. Yeah. So video posted on social media shows security guards at the Larve Museum escorting the man away. I think it's pronounced Larve. It's in France. Or would it be the Louvre? Louvre. Maybe it is. L-O-U-V-R-E. Louvre. You know, okay, Louvre. That's what I always hear. That, you know, the paintings at the Louvre. I think the R is silent, maybe. Yeah. You kind of also, my writing is horrible. I had a couple of years of French, but I've forgotten most of it. Well, the guy was screaming, <laughs> think of the earth. Yeah. Who, think who of cares? the earth? Yeah. I mean, do you want to, you want to know French? My hands are up. <laughs> There's French. You know why the French plant trees along their side of their roads? Oh, why? Because the German armies like to march in the shade. <laughs> The day they they discovered life on Mars, uh-huh. France sent a probe up there and surrendered to it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you guys want. Cheese-eating surrender monkeys. <laughs> I love French jokes. They sent a note saying, uh, if you have any problems with what we said, talk to America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hijacking okay. gun. They said, uh, <laughs> think of the Earth. Hijacking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy was yelling, think of the Earth. Artists tell you, think of the Earth. Uh, another video showed someone clearing the cake off the glass, protecting the Mona Lisa, oh, so it never so touched not, her. Oh, okay. Too That's, bad. Yeah. It would have been funny. It's like the guy who attacked the newsman and said, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, <laughs> and then uh, R.E.M. made a that, song about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Was that Tom Brokaw? <laughs> I think it was Brokaw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was like three or four people that were smacking him in the head and I think it was so, just one guy. Was it just And he one kept guy? yelling, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah, and that's where the song came that's, from. Yeah, that's where that R.E.M. song came from. It was an actual psycho. <laughs> <laughs> think of the earth. What's the frequency, Kenneth? What planet am I on? <laughs> that, that is funny, and that's not very well known that that happened to Tom Brokaw. Yeah, and how random. No, I don't think they ever figured out what the hell was going on. I think the guy no, was the schizophrenic. No, the guy was schizophrenic, so it, and you know, he thought, never the, did make he any thought it was Kenneth, and he wanted to know what the frequency was. Yeah, so. like the brain-controlling frequency, yeah. or maybe just wanted to tune in and get the game on later. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I can't get the Chiefs game, you son of a bitch. I know you screwed with it. Well, he was probably more of a Cowboys fan. He would have been a Cowboys fan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he listened to Skip Bayless regularly. Yeah. Yes. The, the 36-year-old man was detained and sent to a psychiatric unit, according to the AP. Mm. That's Associated Press to you people on the end, though. Yeah, there used to be the AP and the UPI, United yeah. Press International. Oh, yeah, I forgot Remember about you'd that. See They're all gone this, now. It's like half the stories in the star were either AP or UPI. And then there's APL. A parent panty line. 
<laughs> oh, I like so, that. The Mona Lisa is no secret to attacks. Yeah, that's true. The Mona true. Lisa was subject to an acid attack in the 50s. Mm. And it uh, she also endured other attacks, too, over the years. Yeah. I think the attacks speak for themselves. Overrated piece of garbage. I personally feel that Leonardo da Vinci probably cringed with embarrassment when they picked that piece yeah. as his masterpiece. There's He's probably so much like, better. what? Yeah. He's there's... like, are you guys fucking serious? <laughs> I threw that in the trash and some idiot picked it out. Somebody had the hots for it and it's like, oh, so pretty. While his other masterpieces are wallowing in obscurity, yes. that piece of garbage lives on. Yes, people are painting over his older stuff. She should have been named Buster. Yeah, there you go. The Mona Buster. Yeah. <laughs> Buster Lisa. Absolutely. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, go ahead. You remember, got the floor. Uh, remember when? I sound like an old man all the time. I mean, you're going to start calling me on this shit. Yeah. Um... It's working. I was taught. Our numbers are really good, by the way. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. It's working. Thank you, world, because it's a worldwide phenomenon. It is. Right? You can't just contain us within the borders of the U.S. I would never. We infect the entire planet with this stuff. This doesn't sound like much, but it really is. In the top 600, and it's in every continent except South America. I don't know why we cannot crack can't South break, America. Can't crack South America. There are some English speakers down there. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't make sense that we're in every continent but South America. Wow. I mean, if you can um, get in Antarctica, how come you can't get in South oh, America? We should look at the map and see if North Korea has downloaded us. No, they haven't. Oh, shit. No. Oh, well, we need to talk more about their dictator then. Oh, yeah, that little piece of shit. Yeah. Kim Kardashian or whatever his yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> King Young, Kondra, Kardashian, Kanye Young, or something like that. <laughs> that little bitch. He probably loves him, though, because he's so into pop culture. And what's the other guy? He, he used to be called Kanye West, and now he, then he wanted to be just called Kanye. Now apparently he wants to be called Ye, just the Y-E. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I <laughs> I didn't really give a shit. I know what you mean. I'm just like, who cares? I think what he's trying to say is, when he says, you know, just call me Ye, what he's saying is, for God's sake, somebody please call me because nobody wants me to work with them anymore. That's it right there. He's been he's identified saying, as a no-moron and a psychopath, so nobody gives a shit. Uh, a total narcissist. He thinks he's yeah. the best at everything. He thinks his opinions are the right no matter what. He's yeah. Just, guy Remember, needs to go away. Yeah. He was uh, calling up, uh, who was it? I want to say Jordash, but I don't even think they're around anymore. Yeah. He's uh, jumping up on stage at video award shows, oh, yeah, interrupting, yeah, saying, Taylor Swift supposed to be Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> Best video of all time. My fucking ass. <laughs> what a dumb shit. Because he's so impartial and objective. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we should all just let him tell us what to do yeah. and think. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess since he said it, it's got to be true. Yeah. No, yeah. as soon as he said it, I discredited it. I said, that's probably the worst video ever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's one of those guys you just go opposite from. Yeah. And you're pretty safe. Yeah. I was thinking of how interesting it is. We we have in this country this multi-billion dollar industry devoted to temporary changing your appearance. Go and on. Think of all the ways people, and I'm not, not talking just women because men do it too, 
um, but ways that change your appearance that don't last, like makeup, because mm -hmm. it all washes off. Mm -hmm. Hairstyles, they wash uh -huh. out. Haircuts, they grow out. Uh, the clothes you wear, you got to take them off and wash them and wear something else. I mean, all these things we do temporarily change the way we look to people, and then the next day we have to buy more of it and do it again. I'll get more intricate, too. Yeah. How about women that, like, will wear a weave one day? Oh, that's another one for, you know, then, hair pieces, like, yeah, wigs, Yeah, hair and pieces, wigs, weaves. Mm -hmm. It's like it's almost dedicated to being a completely different person day to day. And how odd to think in a society where we're supposed to accept ourselves and each other as we are. Mm -hmm. That so many people choose to present an utterly false image of themselves every time they leave the house. Yeah, I've always thought about what is the thought process of one day, I don't know, having hair down to your elbows and the next day, like... Like a bob or a, or a bob page or boy or yeah. something, yeah. Yeah, or even braids, like bobby braids or something. Yeah, because like everyone day you knows look like a that it's impossible woman. for your hair to grow and lengthen, grow and lengthen, and change colors day too, after day. guys do but the most prominent yeah. is women. Think about this. One day, she'll look like a voluptuous woman in mm -hmm. long flowing dress. The next day, look like a little girl with a bobby and, and then the shorts mm -hmm. and maybe the long stockings. So what is the psychology behind that? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like you wake up in the mood, and this is how you want to present yourself is to that the world what it is? that day. Like I feel like I want to be a voluptuous, beautiful woman today. Yeah. And then the next day, it's like, no, I want to go back to being a little girl. And then you have people who put on the same disguise every day. Yeah, that's the same true. makeup look, the same hairstyle, the same type of clothes. Yeah, that's us. Um, it's like, is this chief shirt dirty? <laughs> No? Okay. I'm it's windy that. outside. That's all yeah, right. Yeah, they won't smell yeah. me. That's what deodorant's for. Yep. Yep. But it, it And it's so widely accepted, no one even looks my at nuts it or, or, or thinks, <laughs> thinks about it. Oh, no, like, this is the nut pincher. Turn, on, turn on the news this evening and, yeah. and look at the people there reading you the news. I mean, they're not news anchors. They're not journalists. They're teleprompter readers. Um, but you have no idea how they really look. Because what you're looking at is about an inch of makeup over every surface of their body. That's true. You have no idea what the real now, person now looks I like. I can under say that. this. I can. I can say this. Lauren Halifax comes into my work a lot, and I've spoke yeah. to her quite a bit there. Mm -hmm. She looks exactly the same. But does she have makeup on? Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. Well, I think it's in between her. Very a few newscast. people know what her Lauren Halifax looks like. Because I'll when see her six o'clock, and then she'll yeah. be on the ten o'clock. I'll go home. And she'll be on the 10 o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah. Pick so, someone like... Um, very nice lady, by the way. Really, really nice. nice. She, very down she to earth. across as very nice, yeah. She is. Very nice. I can vouch for that. Always nice to you. Quite but, to uh, like, take someone like Deion Sanders or Christine Aguilera. Mm -hmm. They always are heavily made up, accessorized, dressed, etc. You always see the public image persona. Um... They have celebrity status, you know, they've got an image or whatever to sell. But normal everyday people, like just on the drive down here, I saw a number of people that probably had spent at least three hours and $75 worth of material on themselves before they walked out the door this morning on this look that's going to wash off at the end of the day. That's true. You know what? We Why need do to we do, do this? Why do we do that? I don't know, that? but I got an idea. It's crazy. One day we need to dress in turbans, next mm. day dress in farm attire, and the ah. next day 
dress in like I don't know, like a banker suit, and then goth one day. Goth one day. Biker. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, a monk. Time traveler. Time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> um, we want to uh, also dress like a, what was the the Heaven's Gate cult, all in white, and mm-hmm. have some change in our pocket. Yeah. Look it up. Google it. That's Krishnas. what Google's for. Krishna's. Krishna's. Harvey Krishna's. Yeah. yeah. Um, Moonies. Oh yeah, remember the Moonies? Yeah. Oh, remember that gigantic mass wedding they had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet those are all still very happy couples, and they're all together. Oh, you know it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he die? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think he did. I think he's still around. Hmm. I'll have to. We'll have to look that up. Let me see. But anyway, but uh, I was going to tie this uh, this multi-billion sorry, dollar. Sorry, I keep hijacking of... your story. That's all right. Here. That's sorry. all right. We do. This is what we do. Reverend um, Moon. Sun Young Moon. Sun Young Moon. But, uh... He died in 2012. Recently. Okay. Well, I think there his, goes his Jesus theory. I think his wife was big in with him in this, too. Is this he and his wife? I think. Oh, so now she's taken over, probably. Probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. But uh, so. this, this multi-billion dollar industry for uh, making us look different than we really are, um, it's grown to be huge. Um, now play that against the supposed future, which is virtual reality, the metaverse, where the way you physically look, no one's going to see that. So why spend the money In on the, the clothes? In the metaverse, it's whatever you feel exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah. You can look however you want. Of course, you'll have to spend money in the metaverse to buy virtual makeup, virtual hair pieces, virtual clothes. It's going to be monetized to death. Oh, God, me. yeah. Every bit well, of, of it's going to be monetized. Sucker fuck is behind it. Yeah. Of course. But in real life, you're not going to need the, the actual physical makeup to put on. Those industries are going to start feeling a pinch when people withdraw from you know, face-to-face contact for you know, to whatever degree. And when it's all virtual oh, like or fake implode. or digital. They're going to be implode. They're, they're going to have to start selling licenses like, you know, Maybelline or Revlon is going to have virtual makeup to put on. That's how they're yeah. going to have to tie in. They're going to have to get their money. You're not buying the real stuff, but in order to put their name on the fake stuff, they're going to have to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. Wow. Could that's, be interesting. That's going to be this, very interesting, yeah. actually. But every time there's a change, the way things are monetized and how people get money off of it, that has to shift with it. Old industries die off, new industries spring up. That's true. You know, nobody comes to your house with a block of ice to put in your ice box anymore. Whereas that used to be a job where you could have a house and a, and a wife and a kids and mm-hmm. you know, do that job. It's delivering true. blocks of ice to people. It's all gone. Everyone adapted. Nobody thinks we should have... You know, ice men delivering ice anymore just because they You're used right. to. Yeah. So things that die out naturally, like gasoline-powered cars, are going to die out eventually. Oh, they will. They will. Um, I know everyone's rabid about you know gun rights and ownership one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I think it is pretty much inevitable that gun ownership is going to go away. Yeah. The thing is, is we have somebody so will long find to a way to take that power from everybody eventually. It will eventually. Happen. It will happen. Yeah. And I think every gun think owner knows that. Happen, I think it's going to happen when actually they start figuring out some different issues. Yeah. You know. When people decide, you know what, I really don't need to have something around to shoot people to death with at a moment's notice. 
Yeah. You know, I don't feel the need to have uh, any well, aircraft gun in my backyard. The, the, I let someone else take care the, of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the feel the need, though, also goes back to government and crime. Yeah. And if they can ever get a lid on crime, there won't be such a need for individual gun ownership. And you yeah. see, they're... they're uh, they're all up in arms. How can people want to have guns? It's their own doing. They, they want to protect what they got. Yeah. Because somebody's out there who wants to take it. It's like, you get a hold on crime, and then maybe we can talk mm-hmm. about legislation. But until then, fuck you. You're not the one living yeah. out here. It's just like defunding the police. It's like, yeah, you can talk about that all you want, and you can want to do it. Mm-hmm. But until you live out here with us, don't fucking tell me about it. Because every night when yeah. I come home, I go buy three fucking carjackings. And it's along the same lines as we remember Flint, Michigan. They have the poisonous water pipes. Uh-huh. And the smart thing to do is stop drinking the water out of those water pipes. Yeah. But you can't just stop there. You've got to replace that water that they need some other way. You've got to ship water into them. So yeah. if you want to defund the police, okay, but the next step is you've got to replace the police with something that's going to function in that capacity or better. You yes. can't just leave that vacuum. No. Somebody not. will fill it. Someone Somebody who wants it. to make money. Yes. And if you want to do rent-a-cops, mm. then you're going to have more problems than you have right now. And that's going to work out just the way these prisons for money have worked out. Bingo. Yeah. Yes. There's no reason that these companies would ever want the crime rate to go down because they make money incarcerating prisoners. Oh, no. They're going to love it. They're going to like, yeah. let's start letting people out. They have well-paid lobbyists going to Washington every day saying increase sentences on all these crimes make makes it prison terms longer make it tougher to get out because they want to build a new multi-billion dollar prison that houses 5,000 people and make a profit on it yeah you got to stop listening to those people no that's the problem yeah. people do listen to them yeah. and that's the problem and you know to, to just to stupidly oversimplify it if you want to get a handle on crime fix selfishness Mm-hmm. We have every. This planet has enough to go around. It really does. We have the means to distribute it so everyone can have well, enough. Selfishness also but goes selfishness hand in hand in <laughs> with what we were talking about, like uh, corporations getting out of hand and all that. Yeah. What is a corporation? It's people that are being selfish. Yeah. It didn't start out like that. Mm-mm. All of these started out good. You know, Starbucks started out, you know, making three cups of coffee for a neighbor, probably. Yeah. And then they're like, man, this is great coffee. How'd you do this? Well, I have this way of fermenting these beans, and I get them from this area. Yeah. Wow, you should sell that. Okay, well, then start making more. And then pretty soon That's they the way got so one store. so many businesses started is when somebody said, hey, you could sell this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the story of Chicken Annie and Chicken Mary down there in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Kansas is in southeast Kansas, kind of near Joplin, Missouri. Yeah. And these, uh, it's in a little town that's actually not Pittsburgh, Kansas, which is a college town. But Pittsburgh, Kansas probably has maybe 6,000 people in it. Mm. Frontenac is just north of there. And these two chicken houses are really really good they're great chicken have you ever been there no i've not we we need to trek down there sometime we'll on a weekend road trip, yeah. yeah do a road trip down there maybe we'll do a podcast from there i like that so they're out in the middle of nowhere on a gravel road two of them right next to each other mm. down in that area are strip mines oh wow a strip mine is horrible because what they used to do is they tear the ground out they'd open up the ground with big you know earth movers yeah they grab all the coal out of it and just leave the hole yeah great for black bass fishing yep um 
great for other types of fishing too, but mainly black bass. You can pull black bass out of there all day long, but it's horrible for the environment. Yeah. So the, these uh, miners were in there getting coal and they had no place to eat. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Uh -huh. You know, it was hard enough to get food. You had to drive forever back in those days yeah. to go get food, probably in Joplin, and then bring it back. And hopefully you had a refrigerator there. Some of them Unlit two-lane yeah. two roads. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to go all the way down there to Joplin, stock up on food, and probably mainly canned goods. Well, uh, a guy there brought in some chicken one day, and he was friends with somebody that was like, um, I don't know, maybe cousins or something with this lady called Chicken Annie. <laughs> so, Chicken Annie made this great chicken her own family recipe. And he's like, here, try a little bit of this. Oh my God, you think she'll make some for me? You know what? We can ask her. Yeah. So pretty soon, four or five people had her making it for them. Word kept going, and then all of a sudden, all these miners went there. Yeah. And it got so busy, she had to actually move out of her house and have a house down the road and make her house a restaurant. That's it was cool. a two-story home, and at that time, both stories were the restaurant. Neat. Yeah, and all these miners would come down there, and pretty soon, other people besides miners started coming down there. Word around the nation got them chicken annies. Yeah. So then her cousin Mary had to get in on it and built a place <laughs> right next door. And both of them flourish to this day because they're chicken. Nice. So that is how things like that start. Yeah. You know. So. Cool. Anyhow, I think we've probably pretty much covered that. I've got uh, I've got a little piece for you here. Yeah. Iowa Town can't find its time capsule. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it is very embarrassing, particularly for these guys. The oh small my. the small northwest Iowa city of Sheldon planned to make the opening of a time capsule one of the centerpieces of its 150th anniversary this weekend. But it ran into a slight problem. They can't no one find is it. sure where the time capsule is buried. <laughs> We're trying to find instructions on exactly where it is before we start digging, said a city spokesperson. <laughs> they suspect it is underneath concrete currently. Like it's got, I, I saw a picture of it, and it's like this huge like uh, patio with oh these walkways. Gosh. And they think they built this uh, patio with walkways <laughs> on top of the time capsule. Oh, so, you know, so naturally they want to make sure it's there before they bust up all this stuff and well, have yeah. to replace it. Yeah, flat work, concrete flat work is pretty expensive. And not to mention <laughs> that this is where the this uh, celebration is going to be at too. Oh my God, yeah. So, so it's going to be construction site yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, they're oh, going to tear geez. into this shit. They don't have time to fix it or probably even the funds. So... Oh. This strikes close to home because my high school did a time capsule each year for the graduating class, and uh -huh. they can't find mine. Not for my class, class of '79, it's missing. Mine it's just like, how did it go? I think someone probably got stoned and fucking broke into it and stole uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I think somebody probably dug it up in the intervening years. But, uh, the woman who's in charge of it, Miss Kennedy, Ms. Kennedy, she was a just an airhead so I could see her writing it down and then forgetting where she wrote it down oh, and losing the paper say, yeah. or writing it down wrong or something but yeah well it was buried 50 years ago during Sheldon's <laughs> centennial celebration oh and hopes to be opening in the 150th <laughs> so that would be 72 19 oh it's cool 1972 is a good year for music 
Yeah, it was. It really was. So they probably had some pretty good music on there about the hits and all that. Oh, yeah. This, well, this was a town, not a high school, so the whole town, probably they'd, they'd uh, not have so many rock and roll things. But, yeah, and, but yeah, Vietnam War was still going been, yeah, on during that time. Yeah, probably had a lot during the war. Yeah. Know. Cold um, War was Richard still going Nixon, on. was that it, in the Watergate yeah. era? Yeah, Watergate happened prior to the 72 election. So they probably had a lot on Watergate in it, too. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, they might have had to jackhammer the concrete first and uh, and bury it. You know, hopefully it's buried somewhere easier. Yeah. But they don't know this for sure. Gosh. They suspect it's underneath the concrete, and this is going to be where the celebration is, and they'll have to jackhammer it up, and they don't have <laughs> enough time to replace it or probably the funds. Oh. Well, they hope they can locate it for... Uh, and when they read it, they're going to put in material for the next 50th. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've seen shows where they have, uh, what they call ground-penetrating radar, where it's like this big, flat, yeah, heavy sled that they pull they over the ground. Yeah, I wonder if they get that technology can, or it costs too It's much. probably expensive, but probably they could do that. too much. Yeah, they could, they could get somebody to do that if they wanted to spend the money. But I've seen them, you know, looking at battlefields or looking for old graves just dragging that thing around and then they'll find you know it's like oh here's a lump down here here's something here's soil that's been dug up and replaced they can identify that so yeah that's probably what's going to take a little gpr ground penetrating radar they'll probably they'll eventually find it but i don't think they're going to have it in time for the 150th celebration i'll tell yeah. you what they ought to do is have a separate celebration when they find it yeah yeah just go ahead and have your celebration now and then do the time capsule thing when you find it yeah. And then start a, hey, start a town-wide fund drive to pay for the uh, radar yes. to search for the Yeah, sell capsule. cookies. Have everybody sell cookies <laughs> like the Greek Fest I was at uh, yeah. Saturday, you know, all the, uh, for the church, mm -hmm. Orthodox Church. And, um, you know, all the uh, Greek moms um, were, you know, make cookies and pastries for it. Yeah. And, you know, they donated all the materials and they sold it and hell of a fundraiser for there. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Oh, it was. It's great food, Oh, too. I love Greek food. Oh, it's cool. I, did Val send you guys an invite? I think she did. I don't think. I think you guys were busy. Yeah, with the it house. probably would have. You know, Cindy would have gotten the invite, and then yeah, we've been spending every weekend over. Yeah. Working on the house. So. Yeah. Uh, a whale, a whale. Uh, you got some more. Uh, um, do you remember when you were a kid? I I was taught this when I was a kid: is when you meet someone, you give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you. You like you know, you presume they're a nice person and honest and fair, so you go in with an open mind and a, a positive attitude. And, yeah. And uh, and that was you know that was taught to a lot of people in school and as part of social, etc. And it's it's a great idea, and it really I mean people should do more of it. Uh, I've noticed some people though just get stuck on that initial. Uh, we're gonna be friends. I trust you. Let's, you know, let's let's give this a chance. And and then the person starts treating you like shit, or calls you a jerk off, or steals your car, or whatever. But the people never move off that. Yeah. Oh, take you know, take them as they are and be nice and 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 come with an open heart and open minds. Like no, you can get off that as soon as they give you cause. Exactly. But too many people don't. They're like, no, I want to be right. nice. I. Everyone's nice. I want to take the higher like, uh -uh. road. Yeah, it's like once they give you cause, move right off that shit. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah, now no, I've identified you. Yeah. I gave you the benefit of the once doubt. Once you identified, then uh -huh. that's it. Yeah. Now, now you've given me cause. 
Yeah, you, you kicked my dog. Yeah. You stole uh, 10 bucks out of my wallet. And yeah. you pissed in my front yard. So I don't have to treat you that way anymore. Yeah. Now you've shown me what you are. I yeah. treat you the way you are. Yeah. But too many people that get, oh, it's you got to be nice. It's like every time they meet this person again, they have to start over with. Yeah, no, you know, once they. Clean slate and uh, uh, uh you once, don't. Once they've been found out, then that should be it. It's like, look, this yep. we're not dealing with a good person here, so I don't have to be nice. Yes. Matter of fact, I'm going to be a dick, so they leave. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now that's a staple on, on in TV for plots, you know, which of course everything on TV is outrageously unrealistic. But you've got the character who's a bad person mm -hmm. and keeps screwing things up and screwing people over. Yeah. And then you've got that one person who's their advocate. He's like, but he's nice. He's good deep down inside. Well, he did these the wonderful things. The bleeding heart. The yeah. token bleeding heart. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now that's, that is a valuable plot device for a TV show or a play or a drama or something. But there are people who want to be that in real life and think that's something to aspire to. That's true. And you're just being a sucker. And uh, that's okay if it just affects you, but there are people who put their family in jeopardy by doing I, that. I agree. Yeah. Yes. It's like, well, let's invite this this poor person in and, and you let him stay here. And I go, really? With your 12-year-old daughter in the house? That's a good idea? No, no that's where all these famous stories uh, come from is shit like that. There was a guy in my neighborhood a number of years back who was a homeless advocate. Mm -hmm. And he would actually bring homeless men home and let them stay in his house to help get on their feet. Mm -hmm. And he did that right up until the night one of them killed him in his sleep and burned his house down. I think I remember that. Uh -huh, just yeah, south of Waldo. Yes, yeah. Uh -huh. that's, that's real close. That's across the street from my neighborhood. And that's not the first time that happened either. His neighbors were so pissed that he kept doing this because these guys would leave and then steal. Yes. Not all of them, but some of them. No, you couldn't have anything in your backyard. Uh -huh. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And and then it caught, and he never learned his lesson. I mean, they'd steal from him. They'd steal from his neighbors. He, the police, he never learned his lesson. He's like, no, these are, they just need help. These are good people. It's like, yeah, well, you found one that wasn't. And he murdered you and set your house on fire and almost burned up your neighbor's houses too. Yeah. So thanks a whole fucking lot, asshole. <laughs> Yeah. You can be the bleeding heart whatever you want to be, but when you start fucking up my life with it, well, uh, we're well, going to have this, a talk. This goes with what we were talking about <laughs> earlier. We were talking about uh, Greg Abbott. And yeah. His, you know, and, and, and then they had the guy up in New York being the bleeding heart, per se. Mm -hmm. Okay. And like, hey, you can do something with these guys. He's like, no, okay, since you're the expert, here you go. Yeah. Uh, same thing here. Mm -hmm. You know, there has to be some sort of rationale behind everything yeah and like you can let people come to your house that you don't know and uh -huh. sleep there well there you go you know i mean what happened there is a classic example of not vetting people uh-huh making sure they're not you know and he would what it is is um his philosophy killed him yeah his his belief that if he just believed it hard enough nothing bad would ever happen. He refused to believe the reality that eventually someone would come take total advantage yes. and just fuck his life up. And that's yes. exactly what happened. But he refused to believe it would ever happen. And that's yeah. that seems like bordering on a mental illness. It, it to is. just be it in is. such denial of the no, reality that there are dangerous people everywhere. And the most dangerous people 
are very good at looking harmless. Exactly. And, Sociopaths. Oh, so, Sociopaths and, and pedophiles. And pedophiles. Pedophiles are excellent at looking, looking harmless, friendly, yeah. sweet. They have to, kind, to continue to suck, pre- sucker yeah. people in. They are one of the most, if not the most, one of the most dangerous human beings out there is the pedophile. And so many of them look so harmless. Yeah, you see their Keep picture. Keep that in mind every time, people. It's just, um, especially uh, all you me and my baby people Jared, Jared out there with Fogel. your me and my baby. How about Jared Fogle? Jared I mean, Fogle you know, looked totally harmless. On, yeah, he yeah. was on TV with that big goofy. I never uh-huh. did like him. No. Uh, there was always a creep factor to him that I could yep. catch. Everyone's liberal darling Matt Lauer. He turned out oh, to be a yeah. sexual predator. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That I, was I, funny. That, that one woman, I, her name is so difficult for me to pronounce. Hoda Kotb? Hoda Kotb, yeah. Yeah. She was in tears when Matt Lauer had to go. Because, oh, we just love him. He's such a friend. Oh, he's so terrible that he's Evidently not to some people. She knew full well of the accusations against him and that they were most likely true, but she still on air in tears over what a wonderful person he was now sad to see him go. Well, how about... uh, How uh, sick is that? Bill Cosby. Yeah. And who played the mom on the Cosbys? Uh, Felicia Rashad? Yeah, and her response to people asking her about Bill Cosby. I forget what was it. She goes, if you're talking about Dr. Cosby, Mr. Cosby... And she was like being all Oh, because right, he, yeah. he got that honorary doctorate. Yes. From, was she it was Temple? so flippant about it. And then, isn't she the one that's like, one of the people is like behind, you know, women escalating and and doing great? Yeah, empowering well, women. And then she well, was why would she covering def- his ass. Yeah, why would she defend someone like that? I'll tell you why. Because she wants the syndication money. Oh, her because, fortune is tied to his. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You're right. So she's a complete fake piece of shit. She yep. doesn't care about women. Yeah. No, not like she says. She cares about herself. And to me, that is a reason. People think I'm cynical or jaded or whatever. We to are. To me, it's a reasonable way a reason. to look at the world is if you're making money off of something, I get to question your motives. Exactly. The purity of your motives. If you're making money off of it, then that's the reason, all the reason I need for why you're an advocate. You can yeah. tell me, oh, it's great. It's wonderful. It's it's beneficial. If you're making money off of it, why do I believe Everything what you're is questioned. We're yeah. questioned right now. Someone listens to this podcast and why would they do that? Okay? You walk out on the street, someone's questioning you. Mm-hmm. Why is he walking there? Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So. I, hey, I have fun doing that in TV shows and movies. Uh, like, an, like just being an amateur I do too. film I, buff, I'm like, you know? Well, why did they put that in there? Yeah. Now, I'll, why did he say it like that? Why did Why did they choose to light it this way? Why did they ha- Why is this color prominent in this scene? You know, yeah. I'd love to pick those things apart and find out. Uh, some of them are pretty interesting. Uh, there's a, a syndicated show called Mom. Uh, it's about uh, recovering alcoholic women. Mm-hmm. And the predominant color theme throughout the entire series is blue, because blue is the color for AA. Oh. So isn't that clever? That is you know, clever. So that's a, that's a clever choice of why the. But here another example. Uh, there's a. I talk about House a lot because I watch House a lot. There's an episode it's a good called show. Three Stories, and it's House telling a group of med students about three different diagnoses with three different patients who all had leg pain. 
And as he's talking about each individual patient, you, we see, as the audience watching, we see a recreation of you know what happened. And when they're talking about uh, the first player, who was a farmer, everyone is wearing blues and greens, spring colors. Um, when they're talking about the second patient, a volleyball player, everyone is wearing reds and yellows and oranges, fall colors. The patient, the, uh -huh. her family, the doctors, everything. It all the colors color palette totally changes. And then when they're talking about the third patient, a golfer, everything goes neutral. Wow, the psychology behind it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you find out that the third person, the golf player, is actually House. He's talking <laughs> about himself and his leg injury it is and how it injury. happened. Yeah. Nate. But so when I it, the first time I saw the episode, I didn't catch that with the color changes. And then the second time is like, cool. Look at all these color changes and everything happening. And there was another episode where a woman is um, a recovering meth addict, and she's giving up her baby. Uh -huh. And when you first meet her, she's well dressed. Her hair is nice. She's you know. She's nice, she's charming, and you know, she's an attractive young lady. Mm -hmm. But as the episode progresses, she gets progressively less attractive. Her hair gets messed up, her makeup starts to smudge, uh, the bed and clothes she's, you know, she's in is, gets all rumpled and wrinkled. By the end of the episode, when she's talking to somebody, she's got snot running down her nose, big giant saliva bubbles forming in her mouth when she's talking. They're doing everything to make this chick look ugly and horrid. Now, you could explain that by the fact she's been in the hospital for a week and, you know, very trying circumstances. Except for the fact that everybody else on the show looks beautiful. But they went out of their way to make this chick uglier and uglier and uglier till the end of the episode she was just gross. I, I've got a great one for you. I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh-huh. Um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle Father. Mild-mannered. Uh-huh. Just kind of a clumsy, kind of an oafish kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he develops cancer and he starts selling meth. Mm -hmm. The chemotherapy takes his hair off and he grows a goatee and he is a Becomes mean... He, yes. <laughs> And that was some of the most brilliant casting I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, Brian Cranston is the Brian guy's name. Brian Cranston, yeah. yes. And that, yeah, I'd never seen someone go from a Chumley to a fucking Barney badass. Yeah, because he did comedy roles. Yes, he was a he was a funny guy. Yeah, whoever saw that in him uh -huh. was brilliant. They're like, yeah, this guy, okay. Yeah, everyone's going to see him and go, hi, hey, look, it's Cranston. And then it's like, oh my god. This guy is a stone cold fucking killer. Yeah. yeah. Rod, Rodney Dangerfield, you know, famous funny guy. Uh, his thing was lack of respect. Yeah, he, I loved him. I loved him. I'll tell you, I tell you, I don't get any respect. Uh -huh. my, I love this one. Yeah. Take my wife. No, please. Or he'd say, my wife told me she wanted to have sex in the car. She wanted me to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino saw something in him and yeah. put him in Natural Born Killers yes. as the abusive, as the abusive father. father. My God, he was chilling and just utterly believable he in that role. He was fucking scary as hell. He was. And up until that point, I'd only ever laughed at him, but oh my God, he looked creepy as hell in that role. 
was it was pretty stunning. Well, I always liked him, but that role right there kind of defined a new way of looking at him. It did. It was right at the villain. end of his life too. That was a shame because yeah, he didn't really get much chance to uh, to really capitalize on capitalize that. Capitalize on yeah. it, yeah. And also, he would have had some new fame. He did have new fame, but he died not too long after that, yeah. so his new fame was short lived. Yeah. So. But that that house character that they made get uglier and uglier. The, the her story in the show was oh god we was, got derailed. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, all right. She was uh, she was going to let uh, Doctor Cuddy, who was the dean of medicine at the hospital and one of the other main characters, she's going to let Doctor Cuddy adopt her baby. But then the baby started getting in trouble. The girl didn't want to risk her own life to help save the baby and she was saying no get it out of me I don't care if it dies I want to save my own life so then she started getting uglier because she was getting more selfish but then at the end of the show the girl decides no you can't have my baby I want to keep her after all but that was when she was looking her most repulsive that one I didn't understand it's like I can see them making her look uglier as she's going back on her deal but at the end, when she decides to keep her own baby, I'm trying to think of why they or would not, do as that. she's going back on the deal, as she's risking the baby's life to save herself, she, they mm-hmm. make her an uglier person. But at the end, when she's decided to keep her baby, be a single mom, try to make her life better, and try to break the cycle of abusive, you know, parents, etc., they should make her look more attractive at that point. That's generally so, what they yeah. would do. They was like, oh, there'd be a soft lighting and. You know, I would love to that talk they to made a, her look just awful. Talk to a producer and see why they did it like that. Yeah, and then they extended it. Was she more of a villain then? Was I think so. Because the 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 lady doing well was supposed to get the child, and the child was going to live happily ever uh-huh. after with its new mom. Yeah. So they then went, at that point she was the villain. So that's probably that why was they probably did that. it. And yeah. then the next scene they show Doctor Cuddy, who's no longer going to get the baby sitting on the floor of the nursery she just built in her home which now is going to be empty and she's looking like hammered shit because she's been crying her eyes out forever and and now she looks terrible too and it's like damn they're making all the women on the show look ugly for this episode that's that's very interesting (laughs) how that is done yeah yeah but i i really i really enjoy picking apart that that bit of his like why did they do it this way and sometimes you find out later, oh, it's to set up the storyline or whatever. But other times, it's it just seems to be kind of how the filmmaker wanted to do it. I think it's more random sometimes. Yeah. I think it's just kind of like, a, like we're going to do this. Yeah. So. There's this throw something. Or sometimes it's something that didn't work out. It's like a storyline they decided to cancel. So yeah. the left, all the last little, you know, loose ends or, you know, they were setting something up that never happened. So it's just like filler at that yeah. point. You know, um, I've got um, I've got some. App- Hello? 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 You still, you still there? there? You, you are, are still, still listening. listening. You must, must be, be really, really fucking bored. bored. That's paddlings. Excellent. Yeah, this is uh, Facebook groups. Oh, there's so many of them that need ass paddlings. Oh God. We well, can do we I can mean, do a, a, just a whole podcast on Facebook groups that need we, ass. We actually ass need to. Like, we need to start jotting them down and going. And yeah. going from there on it. And, I mean, this is just the ones that stood out. There's so many more, like you said. There's so many of them that need ass pads. There's yeah. so much disingenuous bullshit, you know, on Facebook that really yeah. needs to be called out. So, And even if they're doing it, you know, tongue-in-cheek just to get likes and 
and popularity, they still get the ass paddling, yeah, whether I, they believe what they're saying or not. I agree. So, okay, we all know, I think everybody knows, if you just tune in or whatever, okay, you're invisible for a day. During that day, you get the ass paddle, five or six people. It started out as people, but now it went to inanimate objects. Yeah. And now it's to Facebook groups because they all need ass paddling. Yeah. No so, one else is doing it, so we got to step yeah, in. Yeah, so we got to do this. Fill Someone the void needs here. To do it. Yeah. yeah. So this was covered on a solo cast experiment I did to learn how to operate the uh, um, the uh, uh, software and how to edit and all that because I needed to, and I finally you know took enough time out of my you know to learn it and everything. So. Uh, anyhow, a lot of you have not heard it because I pulled the solo cast as soon as we were able to get back to doing the uh, regular, uh, the regular podcast. So here it that is. That was while again. I was being held hostage by Mr. Creepy. Yeah, I was well, out for a couple of weeks. And... Yeah, and you know he still has some charges pending on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's this long, slow legal process. Yeah, yeah. He's over there. I mean, every <laughs> time we do a podcast, he's always he's lurking. around. I know. Yeah. It's like he's intimidating us. Yeah. Like right now, he's over there juggling. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. And Well, yeah. I guess we do, we technically we don't have a restraining order against him, so I guess he can be yeah, nearby. I, I know, but I mean, every now and then, you know, whenever we look away, I look over there, he's glaring at us, and Mr. he goes Creepy back to juggling. Mr. Creepy is creeping. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's creeping. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, the number one, he was also mad about me intercepting the... Uh, Last week's podcast intercepting oh, his uh, his list ass of ass failings. Yeah, he wanted to do him. that himself. Oh, he was so mad, especially because yeah. he thought he got us. Mm-hmm. You know, he ass paddled us and our fans first. He yeah. thought that was so cool. But when I found that sitting there in the dashboard of his uh, old Dodge Dart, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's mad about that with the too. slant six engine. Yeah, with the slant six. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some, now somebody at this moment is typing slant six into Google. Yes, Google it, slant six. <laughs> that was a hell of an engine, too. It was a hell of an engine. It was. It was tough it was, to kill that engine. Oh, fuck, I couldn't kill mine. Mm-mm. Killed the transmission, but could not kill that. Yeah. Okay, the neighborhood watch groups, uh, they'd be, you know, these have been a nightmare of whiners and snitchers. Assholes use the outlet to, gra- you know, to grandstand, be victimized, to whine, and to snitch the bullshit HOA groups. Occasionally, you'll get a ring doorbell with a porch pirate on it, but usually, it, it it's just bullshit. You know, these neighborhood watch groups are just yeah. complete, just like, uh, um, a lot of them just get on there to start shit with other people. Yeah. The, the, or they'll counter-program. Like, someone will go, yeah, my tomatoes aren't doing good, and someone will get on there and go... Yeah, that's because you you suck at gardening or something, <laughs> yeah. or you use too much nitrogen, and then the other person's like, I did not, you know. Yeah, it gets very far afield, which is great for a podcast, but for a neighborhood watch group on Facebook, mm, no, stick, no. stick to what you're doing. Yeah, you know, it, it's usually bullshit from some out-of-gas fucktard with an agenda, yeah. you know, and that's what these neighborhood watch groups have been, is just that. And it used to be a good thing because they'd be like, well, watch out, there's a speed trap on, you know, 50 Highway, or watch out because someone's going around ripping off packages. Yeah. But it has evolved into just a bunch of snitches and whiners and people just coming up with bullshit. And the occasional person who uses it to brag. You know? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. there's me in my tight little outfit going for a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, on my what, what I noticed on the jogging path. Yeah. And it's just her in her tight little outfit. Yeah. Like, or him in his what tight little outfit. What do you notice? Camel toe? Is that what you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In his little dress. I said camel toe, and that chick walked the other way. 
this part. Maybe it was her middle name. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah. Okay, so number two, the stupid ass is spring cleaning time. Uh, you know, say hello or get deleted type of deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I hate those. That is so you tiring. Know, I, let, you know what, fuckface? Let me show myself out. Let me <laughs> the and get the fuck <laughs> out, and you know what? You don't have to worry about it. All those ones that try to manipulate you into doing something. They tell you what to do, and then they make the thing. I'll delete you if you don't, or, or you'll never see me if you don't. Yeah, me, Let's like, see who my friends know, are. They I'll try to with... shame you or guilt you into doing something. Yeah, and I'll just go ahead and let myself out. Fuck you. I don't yeah. want you to have anything to do with it. I'm going to go ahead and let myself out because you're an asshole. They're the kind of people that would see a dog just sleeping there peacefully and go up and kick it. Yeah. Just because they want to see what it do and they just want to make it do something. Yeah. Those are the little yeah. assholes that say, you, respond, you're out to eat you. Yeah, what kind of a narcissistic ass clown you know, would, you know, would have to have constant reassurance you know, that you're still their friend? I know. I'm I've, saying if there's any doubt, then most likely I'm not your friend. Yeah, and if you're that needy and need that much constant reassurance, then please seek professional help. Because yeah. I ain't it and I ain't going to be it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to make up for your deficiencies, the things you need. Yeah, I've got my I'm own not, life to I'm lead. I'm not your constant pat on the back. If you need <laughs> yes. that, then go get a fucking psychologist or go get a therapist. Yeah. Have them, and most of them won't pat you on the back. They'll make you do it yourself. Hell, and you get apps on your phone that'll, you know, pretend to be a therapist and talk to you. And Yeah. Yeah, do that, but don't come to me for the constant hug. Yeah. I'm not the guy. Yeah. So I'll punch you in the face. I'm, I'm not going to fucking hug you to death. Yeah. So. Constantly posing begging for someone to tell you how attractive you are. Yes. Uh, number three, the also very narcissistic posts of, uh, if you're really a true lifelong friend, then post an image of what you thought of me the first time we met, or give me the first thing we said to each other. You know, I would post, like, the first time we met, I'd post, like, a bucket of shit. <laughs> yeah, This that's... is what I thought when I first met you, and this is what I still think. That's like the next level of neediness. They want an image or, or a, a portrait or something that they can read all sorts of stuff into. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, to that, me that just needy, needy, needy. Yeah. Good Lord. Like, look, no, you're not getting this for me. No. You know what? As a matter of fact, you're going to get the opposite. You're going to get me just fucking deleting you because you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. That, that, that's know, not entertaining yeah. or enlightening. Yeah. It's I don't just remember a when, I probably, when I probably first met you, I probably thought what I thought of most people when I first met them. This is a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm going to try to stay away from them. I hope like hell they don't talk to me because I don't want to respond to them. For my usual... Like, who the hell is this clown? Yeah, yeah, that's my like, usual. Oh, great, another fuck face. <laughs> another guy I gotta fucking put up with and act like I like. Damn it. Number four, the good old cruise groups. And if you cruise a lot, you'll know what I mean. If yeah. not, then just bear with me. You'll get the idea. Yeah. This is where people that shouldn't have ever been in charge of basically servants on a floating resort. Mm. You know, the dumbasses that had one bad experience. You know, if that's true at all, or probably overblown by some low budget out of gas, scraped up 200 bucks for an inside cabin douchebag. And all you of know, a sudden they're the expert. Yeah, also, yeah. Yes. You know, the dummy can't, you know, he doesn't know what a lobster is supposed to look like. And if it's a tad <laughs> overcooked, he's got to broadcast it to the world. Yes. And the guy doesn't leave tips. He's the kind of guy that gets his tips back at, at the end of the cruise. Go, oh, I just want to give them to people to serve me. He's not thinking about all the people that cook their food mm -hmm. or fucking wash their clothes or swab the deck after their greasy ass laid yeah. out. He acts like you know? he never makes a mistake himself, but nobody and no one else is allowed to ever make one. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, these are people that have never had great service to even go by. You know, down at the Wendy's, they don't offer service like this. Yeah. You know, this is like fine service on a floating resort. And these are people that should never be in charge of other people like that. Yeah. So yeah. They go into it looking for something to complain about. Yeah. Yeah, so. Puff themselves up, feel important. Yeah. So these are my five. Paddle that ass. Paddle all that ass. <laughs> Fuck all of them. <laughs> you got any uh, stories you want to? Um, I want to talk about the difference between I can't and I don't want to. This I love. Yeah. Because most people don't define that. Mm. Most people go with a, oh, you can't? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll go over here because you can't. Now, I, I will be straight up admit I do it a lot myself. I'll say I can't when it really is I don't I want mean, to. I mean, even a guy with no arms can catch a ball. Yeah. Catch teeth. with his knees, his <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Now, there are things I can't do. You know, I can't go back in time. Yeah. I can't flap my arms and fly to the moon. Yeah. Um, but when people say, oh, I can't quit my job. Yes, you can. You don't want to quit your job at this moment, but yeah. yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You'd be better off going, I don't think that would be a good idea mm -hmm. for me, so I'm not going to. Or, I can't support that candidate. Well, yes, you can. You could. You choose not to. Yeah. A better word would be, I don't, uh, I don't you know, support uh -huh. this candidate, so no. I think it's used as a, as a cop-out to avoid responsibility. You know, well, I didn't choose. I just can't. It's not my fault. I can't. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is because you chose. It's become a crutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes it sound like, I would if I could, but the universe won't But I me. can't. Uh -huh. I just can't. Uh-huh. Whatever can't is, I just cannot. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and I've, I've st you start to see it everywhere. Um, there's a cooking show where they eliminate people each round and after is when, this the Gordon Ramsay? no this is one called Chopped oh um, I, I'm familiar yeah Yeah. so they have the after each round they, they chop one person from the competition but they what always phrase it as you know well this was you know this wasn't good enough and this was undercooked so for those reasons we had to chop you no you didn't have to no one had a gun to your head. You no. weren't required by law. This is a made-up show, made-up contest, made-up rules. You can do whatever you want. That's right. They should say, we chose to chop you. But they may, they say, we had to. Oh, we, oh, we have no choice. No, they make it like we laborious, were gonna be shot and they're the, the victim. Yeah, well, they were going to execute us at dawn if we didn't chop you. We had to. No, they it's have just, to make, they make themselves like they're the victims. Yeah. Like, oh and it's ingrained God, it now so into popular grueling. culture of... Yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't live in a world we like that. We cried all night in a group huddle. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can't get over this. You know, I actually, can't listen to that again. These are all I don't want to. They had to been told the name by the producer of the uh, person they chopped. Who was that again? Is that the blonde? Or yeah. The one over there. <laughs> That's the one over there. Okay. And then what's pretend her name? like it's some big, you know, okay, heartbreaking. Okay, Julie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me see. I hear. I'll write that down. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. then of course, the fact is that the whole thing's been scripted in advance of who's going to win eventually. Yeah. And uh, when they get to the studio, first thing, you know. The people there put all the piercings and the weird hairstyles and the 
and the rub-on tattoos to make them look all street and hip. When normally these were just normal-looking people. Because they want to know, is, but they, they want, want them to look outrageous the, on the show. They're the ones that so. took that one guy with the nose ring and the yeah. mohawk and made him a star. They're good people. Guy Fieri is is real bad about that. He's got yeah. his guys' grocery games. Yeah. They will take people coming in to compete, and they will intentionally dress them in the most outrageous clothes, hairstyles, glasses, frames, weird makeup, just do all sorts of shit to these poor people to make them look outrageous on camera. And then they tell them, oh, go with it, pretend that's the way you are, and you're just quirky like this. And it's so obvious these people have no clue. Well, here's another thing, too. <laughs> but it's done for visual appeal. Do you think that Guy Fieta would, <laughs> would have ever been nearly the success without the blonde hair and all that and the tats? No, not no. at all. Not he would have just been another guy trying to do some cooking show. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, a big part of it is his car and his look. Yeah. on the diners, dives. and Not dives. even his car. It's a borrowed car for the yeah, show. Yeah, it's a borrowed car, yeah. And they almost never let him drive it. Most of the time, it's sitting on a trailer, pulling him around, and they have the camera angle such that you can't tell. He flies into these regional airports because I know someone that works for one. Yeah. And, and no, he they, flies they know in, the they whole fill circuit. some scenes you know, yeah. of him in the car. He'll go through Johnson County, where my friend works. Yeah. He'll go through there a lot of times, and then they'll uh, transfer to, like, Tulsa or something if he's, like... In Oklahoma or whatever. Yeah, and then they cut him up and mix him up on the show, so yes. it looks like he's jet setting all over the place. When yeah, he's when really actually not. he does. Like he's methodically working here, his yeah. way across the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, he flies into these uh, these private jets into these uh, yeah. regional airports and does this, and then they bring the car. The car is probably in California with him. Then he goes out there and like walks out of it like he's like, yep, just uh, just drove up here yeah. to. Uh, old man barbecue here in Oklahoma. There was an interview with the guy who owns that car, and uh, he, he said, guy never drives the car. No. Nope. Oh, I don't let him drive it. He, he does, though. You see it every once in a while. You see him driving the car, but yeah, that car belongs to somebody else, a collector and restorer who lets who lets him use it for the show and pretend yeah. it's his car. But the one thing guy has got to do, that little strip of lighter colored hair down the middle of his, his chin and goatee, it just looks like he pissed himself. It's no, just this dingy yellow nasty color. It's like he's either dribbling tobacco juice down it or he's he's pissing on it or oh, it's just the nastiest. It looks nasty as fuck. Puby nasty color. Oh, he needs to either dye that, you know, like a white or silver, yeah, or just dye it brown like the rest because that looks. Oh God! It uh, looks I would awful. agree because I've noticed that before, and I'm like, my God, it just looks horrible. Yeah, it's this it looks like a discolored patch of or shit. Or like he you know? smokes ten packs a day, and that's the nicotine stain right in the middle of Never his chin hair. Never thought about that. Yeah. That could be. I I've delivered mail to people whose houses the windows were were yellow on the inside from the cigarette smoke. No. And the guy came out to sign, and the first two knuckles of his pointer finger and his bird finger were just completely yellow-brown stained oh. from just, I don't know, 30, 50 years of smoking one after the other. Yeah, and I the ends so. of his fingers were all nasty and deformed because all that nicotine soaking in there is killing off all the healthy tissue. Ugh, it's just nasty. Ugh. So that's how Guy looks in the middle of his little chin thing. And then he's talking about food, and I'm looking at that nasty oh, stained pubic oh, thing. Oh, that's like, oh. 
You're talking Ugh. about food when you look so disgusting. Uh, it's just, Ugh. yeah, this turns my stomach. He's got to die that or do something about yeah. it. Yeah, fucking nasty uh. pie hole. Anyway, yeah. we derailed from I don't want to versus oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, but, that's right. <laughs> but it is a lot in popular culture. You'll see it a lot in, in shows, etc. And for a lot of circumstances, it's a way to simplify a storyline. You know, mm-hmm. you say, I can't, rather than, I don't want to, and then you have to say why, and then you judge the person for not wanting to. So they short shortcut it and say, well, I can't do this, and they just go on. But in real life, people are using it and never going back and thinking, I really can if I want to. I'm chickening out over and over and over. They're not even holding themselves accountable for chickening out. Every time they say, I can't, they chickened out on something. And they're not holding themselves accountable. And they'll go through their whole lives thinking, oh, I'm helpless, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's just, it's awful if I can't. They have the choice. You you can. You can do all sorts of shit. But people waste their whole energy and drive and ambition flooding themselves with, I can't. Yeah. You know, have, have, some, have some hormones and go out there and do it. Put on your big boy pants and... Like yeah. Eric Dick Vermeil said, take off your diapers. Take off your diaper, Larry Johnson flipped <laughs> out on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what I hear you now now that I've mentioned it, I'm hoping people will start to hear that more often. When they hear someone say I can't and then the the flip side when they say you can't. Yeah, that's Most right. of the time it means that's, I don't want you to. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it means. When they, they say go, you, you can't, can't. uh huh. You what can't give them that projecting. medicine. No, I can. You just don't want me to. They're you can't projecting. walk out that door. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So when someone says you can't, most of the time they're saying, I don't want you to. It now is. you can decide whether or not that's going to change your mind. But don't believe them right off immediately. Well, when they say you can't, instance, don't just take like their word for it. saying you're going to start a business. Uh-huh. Oh, you can't do that. No. It's because you don't have the nuts to do that. Uh-huh. You don't want me to do that because you're going to feel inadequate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. yep. I don't want to watch you fail at that. No. no you don't want to feel don't. shitty about the fact that you can't even try. Exactly. Or won't, I'm sorry. Or won't, won't even, even try. try. See? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that yep. was a test. I did that on purpose. Okay. You know, uh, <laughs> the, the Venice mayor calls out imbeciles for searching Italian cities' uh, historic canals. It's a thing. They're searching the canals? No, they're surfing. Surfing? Oh, yeah. my God. I thought you said searching. Did I say searching? I misheard. There was a plane going over. Oh, okay. Surfing. They're surfing the canals. That's funny as the hell. The mayor of Venice uh, mobilized a search for two people who use motorized surfboards to cruise down the city's historic <laughs> canals. But this sense that more people have been doing it copycat. Oh, I bet. People are surfing all over it and pissing him off. Oh. So. Two tourists in Venice, Italy, um, infuriated the city's mayor, Luigi Brugiano, to uh, call them imbeciles who are making a mockery of Venice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mayor Brugiano, I guess. Mayor Brugiano posted videos of two motor surfing on Facebook and Twitter, asking everybody to help identify the pair offering a free dinner anywhere in the city for an ID on the apparent lawbreakers. So he's offering wow. free food for wherever you wanted to in the city, which could be very expensive in Venice. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. I wonder wonder what the Ill- illegal part is. It is it that they're... Um, uh, Can they get uh, them for trespassing? Maybe? Well, and you've got all the gondolas and everything going. Maybe maybe motorized vehicles are outlawed. 
because of the pollution and the emissions because all those oh, you're gondolas talking about why it's outlawed yeah because the gondolas are like human powered i mean they, they yeah use the sticks and I, whatever. I think i know why beauty yeah that could be the other thing they're or very proud of their canals it could also be to protect the uh, the gondola trade you know because the traditional boats that people ride in on the street you know, everybody's you have to pay used those. to the italian guy yeah you, know, you have to pay to ride those yeah. and they don't want people just you know getting their own electric powered surfboard yeah. skirting It'll around like the emissions rules and flush creek and just doing yeah. That. yeah you know just getting their own little, little it's like no no you don't get to drive paddle yourself you have to pay us and we paddle you it's like imagine if yeah. it was illegal to drive yourself to the airport imagine if you were forced to get a cab or a shuttle bus or yeah, something that's true. to protect okay. their industry. Maybe that's what's going on in Venice. No, you don't get to do it by yourself. You have to pay someone else to paddle you around. That reminds me. I've got to, I've got to get a shuttle <laughs> for the airport two weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, a week and a half now to Colorado. Oh, no. yeah. we're going to Colorado to see my great nephew and uh, nice. also just to hang out in Colorado. Yeah. Pagosa nice Springs. So mm. they have hot springs there. So oh, I'm going to sit in sweet. there. Drink the piss out of some beers and uh, yeah, probably be obnoxious. I hope. <laughs> yeah. so. But don't worry, we're gonna do. Um, I'm off the day before, so we can do like four hours of podcasting. We can throw little tidbits at you while I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. As far as I understand, it's wrong to be the ugly American tourist when you're in another country. But if you're still here in the U.S., you can be an ugly American tourist all you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's That's fine. perfectly, yeah, yeah it's, it's perfectly okay. Well, I mean, when you, you go just get lost international, in a pack of assholes. Yeah, really, you just kind of blend in. When you go international, we're trying to, you know, have people think better of the U.S., so try not to, you know, belch and fart in a crowded elevator yeah, when you're yeah. in Dusseldorf. Yeah, in Dusseldorf. Don't, don't be a dick in Dusseldorf. Don't let your 12-year-old vomit into the pool when, <laughs> when you're in Norway. And, and remember, they have that blue chemical, so if you piss in the pool, they'll see it. Yeah. yeah. And also remember, they've got those thermal imaging cameras so they can they can train them on your ass and watch you fart when you think you're letting out a yeah. silent one. Yep. They see that heat plume coming out of the back of your ass. So. Yeah, unless you're LeBron James, you cannot piss in the pool That's because true. you'll have your dick grabbed by uh, Beverly. Yep. Yeah. LeBron James has already had it done. He's probably yeah. got a permanent kink in the middle of his he dick right does, now. Probably does, yeah. Probably about you know halfway up it's called at the, the six Beverly or seven kink. inch mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Halfway up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that after I said the Beverly kink. <laughs> he takes out you know you know how you coil a rope and you got loops of yeah. it. He takes out a few coils. He of his made dick Lyndon and B. Johnson look like an amateur. <laughs> The old table shaker. <laughs> he ties a ties a lasso in it and flings across the room to snare somebody. <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson would have been jealous. Yep. Johnny the Wad Holmes. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing on the yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll have to do a show about the porn industry and and integration. Because porn was segregated for a while. Yeah, it was. But eventually they started, you know, integrating the farm animals into the porn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously, I'll bet there was 
a, a racial segre segregation in porn for a long time. Oh, okay. I didn't even thought you meant it like that. I thought you meant it like what you just said. Yeah, I started they, out yeah. as a joke, but I thought, I bet there really was, you know, <laughs> segregated porn. But There probably was. But then, wouldn't that make it more exciting to have interracial porn at a time when interracial anything was You know what? It would have been like bootleg. It's like, yeah. hey, hey, you know what? They got a black on white on this one. What? Really? That oh, makes shit. more sense yeah. now. Rather than having segregation in the porn industry, it was the very thing that made it more exciting. I'm sure it did. Yeah. I'm okay. sure there's like little whisper tones like, yeah, so, this, this one has got mixed couples. What? Should should we should we hail the porn industry for leading the way in racial equality on film, you know, screen time? Yes, I think so. I think we should. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Apparently they, they integrated well before any other form of entertainment. Yeah, that's true. Good going, good going, porn makers. Yeah. Good going. Back when porn was just, you know, you pay a nickel and you get to look under the tent. It was probably still back then. It was like, ooh, they got an Italian guy oh and my an God. Irish woman. <gasps> oh, what oh a mixed God, couple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that unnatural. <laughs> Italians were not whites until like the late 70s. Yeah. Or maybe even the 80s. Isn't that funny? Yeah, they just, they considered, what, what was on uh, the, Other. The, the show M.A.S.H.? Remember that? There was a character who didn't like that his baby sister was dating an Italian guy. It was guy. Winchester. Winchester, yeah. Charles Emerson Winchester. The third. The third. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and he, he was, wrote her a bunch of horrible letters. Yes. And then, then the Italian broke up with her, right? Yeah. And she was heartbroken and sick and vomiting and crying. And yeah. then she gets these hate letters yes. from her brother. Uh-huh. And, and it turns was like out Camellia that or something like that. Honoria. Honoria. And she stuttered, oh. which they worked into a later episode. Oh, wow. When Charles stuck up for somebody who Oh, that's standing. right, who's stuttering, yeah. 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 Um, yep. But in the, yeah, in the episode, his family objected because they didn't want their son to marry outside their faith. They were Catholic. Yes, that's right. So that was brought it home it, to him. Yeah, that, and he was like, how dare that, they? They're yeah, peasants. Yeah, prejudice runs yeah. both directions. But yeah, he, there was one point where he was standing in front of the Irish uh, priest assigned to the outfit and he said well, at least she's not marrying a, an Irishman and then he, I think Father Mulcahy just stomps on his foot real hard yeah <laughs> yeah and then in front of Klinger who was Lebanese he uh, he complains you know how would you feel if your sister was marrying a swarthy dark-skinned olive picker oh, <laughs> and yeah. Klinger says for your information she did and so did my mom. And so about the future Mrs. Klinger, whoever she is. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Charles is going around the camp just being the most disgusting racist pig to everybody and not even realizing it yep. until and, the very end when it comes over and, to Reese. And however, <laughs> they did, they did uh, modify the character and make him grow up. Oh, yeah. If you'll remember on the very last episode there, mm -hmm. he found a pack of... Um, Korean musicians. Korean musicians. Yeah, and he yeah. was teaching them to play He was teaching them how something. to play, and he was so in love with all of them. When they were all killed, he was devastated. I uh, remember him weeping. Yeah. Oh, no, they were being relocated. Oh, they were being relocated. Yeah, yeah, and as they were going away on the truck, they started playing the song he was teaching to them. Yeah. And that just made him weep. Cause, yeah. 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 And, you know, before he got to Korea, the idea that he would associate with anybody... Korean was just unthinkable because yes. he was Mr. Snooty. Yeah, they evolved the character. Snooty, to where, white, Harvard, rich guy. Yeah. And, 
you know, he would probably operate on a Korean person, but he would never talk to us. Like yeah, that. he'd be like, look, I've done my part. I yeah. saved you. That's it. So, yeah. And, and, yeah. But yeah. Over the, over the years, his character really evolved into somebody with an enormous heart. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure that's the way the actor real, was in real life. Uh, I think well he did loved. a lot of comedic roles that would indicate mm-hmm. to me that he was a pretty easygoing guy. He, uh, let's see, he played a role on Frasier. Yeah. That was the spinoff of Cheers. He was the uh, former lab partner of uh, Frasier's mom. Mm-hmm. And everyone was worried that there had been an affair and that he was the real father of Niles and, and uh, oh yeah 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 and I Frazier that. because yep. he acted just like him and then at the end of the episode it turns out he's gay yeah that's right and then there he had a he had a spot on Star Trek the Next Generation mm-hmm. he was a scientist from a planet that when you reach the age sixty you had a ceremony and celebration and then killed yourself because you're just taking up space and it's time for the younger ones to take over. Um. There was another... He was in some 80s funny movies. Yeah, but there was one other... Was it like Meatballs or something? I think it's not. Frazier was in some 80s goofballs like yeah, he was. Periscope. Yeah. And, yeah. But there was another... Uh, David David Hyde Pierce. No, it's... Uh, what's the actor's name? It's a three and three... Anyway, uh, there was another show that he was oh, in. Oh, are you talking about uh, Winchester? The one he played Winchester, yeah. David Ogden, Ogden, Ogden Stiers. Ogden Stiers, yeah. yeah. But there was another episode where he played a gay man. And usually, you know, when, when an actor plays a gay per- character once, it's like, yeah, no big deal. But when they play gay characters consistently, then I start to wonder, you know, are they, are they, is the actor gay and this is a way of advocating? Was he? And I believe he was, yeah. He came out very late in life. Um, I think I remember that. It was very late in life. Yeah, very yeah. late. Um, I don't think Joan Jett has publicly come out. But, but it's, it's kind of thing that everyone just knows. Know, yeah. and, and it's fine. Everybody loves her, yeah. like I said. you know. And uh, the, the actor who played Niles Crane, David Hyde Pierce, he, he came out after, the, I think, the show was done. Um, and I, maybe he was pressured to because nobody would buy his... Uh, storyline of being infatuated with Daphne. No, if, I think uh, so. I think if he came out as a gay actor, yeah. but um, who was it recently that was just all pissed off that somebody white was playing a Hispanic character and he was just like all bent out of shape that, you know, oh, this is terrible Hispanic I people. I don't know just, if I caught this. But then someone tweeted right back of like five other examples of people playing roles that, you know, didn't match their gender, ethnicity, religion, whatever. It's like, isn't that part of being an actor? Yeah. If you're saying Hispanic roles can only be played what by kind Hispanic of an actors. asshole fucking keeps track on stuff like that anyway. I know. It's, know. it's people who are looking to be offended. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to make the rule that, well, if you're playing a Hispanic character in a TV show, you have to have a Hispanic actor. Okay. Then if you're playing a straight character in a TV role, do you have to hire a straight actor? Because it doesn't matter. You posed a good question. It doesn't matter if you're hi- if the character is supposed to be right-handed. Just, oh, left-handed actors need not apply because we That's don't right. trust you to play a right-handed character. That's right. It's, it's bullshit. You know, a, a Japanese actor could play a Norwegian fisherman with an Italian accent, and he could do it, no problem, because yeah. he's an actor. 
but to insist that oh ethnicity ha ethnicity has to match perfectly, that's just stupid. It is. I agree. There, there's an, a British actor, Jonathan Price. Um, he used to do Lexus commercials way back in the day. Uh, one of his one of his I think best I remember. one of the best movies I remember him from is a movie called Brazil. Uh, crazy movie. Um, but he is British and pretty much all white, Caucasian. Mm -hmm. He was up for a role in a musical, I think it was, and the character he was playing was a mix between Vietnamese and uh, Caucasian. Mm -hmm. And the Asian community protested, said, you can't have this white guy playing an Asian character. And then he said, no, wait a minute, this character is half white. I'm white. You want an all Asian character to play him. He's only half Asian. So unless you come up with somebody who's half and half, just like this character, then he's not going to be played by somebody who's exactly like him. That's so right. you would, and that brought to light, I mean, it was uncomfortable for the entertainment industry for a while. This is sort of the 80s, 90s or something. But he brought it to the points like if a fully Asian man had played that character, no one would have said boo. But a fully white man playing a character who's half and half, all of a sudden that's a problem. Why? Because he's white playing Asian. That's right. They didn't care when it was Asian playing white. No, no, that was fine. Yeah, yeah that right. was okay. But yeah. and that but that brings it up. Do we really have to match? Does the does the actor have to physically look like and where do we stop, you know? No, because Does it have to be if ethnicity? you want to go real Does life, it, yeah. I, I, I used to know a half-black guy that he would have never guessed. Yeah. He took all his white traits, all of them from the white, uh, physically. And you, he could, you could say in the movie version, you could, you could have a fully 100% black person play him. Or you could have a fully 100% white person play It doesn't matter, it's just whatever, yeah. I mean, and it, what's... Why does it matter? It's, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's job protection. I think you're right. I it's, think. you know, oh, you know, this, this role has to go to this group of people. Well, if you start well, doing like that, It's like affirmative then, action yeah. on, on shows, yeah. Then, so. uh, there have been plenty of, of, of shows where a, a, either a fictitious character uh -huh. who is generally portrayed as a certain ethnicity is played in a movie or show by someone of a different, different ethnicity. Yeah. And who's to say that's wrong? It's a made-up character, you know. Who cares? I mean, I can't say I ever really gave a shit, yeah. do you? Now, if you're portraying someone like, uh, let's say, Rosa Parks, mm -hmm. well, you're not going to hire. Gonna have you're to, not yeah. going to hire, hire someone like Sarah Silverman to play her. That's yeah. just stupid. Yeah. That'd, that'd be because like... part of the character is the fact that ethnically she was this way and that's part of the story of her life and the things like that. But you just take some average run-of-the-mill person walking down the street and you want to tell their life story, a lot of it doesn't matter what gender they are, what gender they identify as, no. if they're a virgin. It has nothing to do with anything. If they like hip-hop versus country. None of that really seems to matter. You exactly. can tell the story without having to specifically identify as, well, he's a this or she's a that. Labels. People yeah. love the labels. Yeah, you're right. And that for the actor to scream and yell, "Oh, has to be a Hispanic man playing a Hispanic man character." Yeah, you're just a bigot. You're bi yeah. You you're don't a think anyone else can play? You had a woman playing Bob Dylan in a movie, and the critics loved it. Yeah. 
because she was portraying a part of Bob Dylan that didn't depend on being a Jewish man. It, you know, anybody could play that part. Yeah. So, yeah. People yeah. get all hung up. Yeah. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 